Time to grab a snack, pull up a chair and pass the remote. I'm James Chalmers, and with me as always are Tina Harrisonitas. Hello. And you will have recognised the returning dulcet tones of Nick Owen. Welcome back. Howdy, partner. <laughs> That's how you speak now. He sounds like Jim Sterling. <laughs> In uh, Belinda Blinked. Oh, yeah. We've been catching up on that just recently. Hey, Belinda. Uh, hey, yeah. Belinda. Is that when you go to the... No, what's that ranch called? I don't think we've got that oh, far yet. Is that in, the end of season two or something? Yeah, we're not quite at the end there, but we've been catching up on season two, um, and it's amazing. It's so funny, isn't it? Yeah, we um we stopped listening to it for a while, and then like we had a couple of day trips to go to. We had like three kids' birthdays in the last month. Oh, really? So oh, God, like, August is literally like the worst month ever. We had a first birthday and then a wedding. Yeah. The following, we had a first birthday and twenty first, which we just bailed on. <laughs> and then we had then last week we we're like, oh, it's cool. Fun. I mean, not last week, maybe the weekend before. We we're like, oh, it's finally settled. No, 7th or 8th? 8th birthday. 8th birthday party. And I was just like... And like, I'm try, I've been cutting out sugar. And for my, other family members' birthday parties. Yeah. And I've been doing production all of August. Mm. And I've been cutting sugar out of my diet because I'm trying to get trimmed before yeah, our, our you engagement. look like Arnie in Commando. <laughs> Maybe Arnie now. <laughs> Which is still a step yeah, up for me. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, and so I've been trying to cut sugar out. And like, all these kids' parties, like, there's so much sugar. And so I kind of uh, fell off the wagon a little bit, but... Yeah, it's been nuts. Yeah, well, nuts for me too. Uh, we are uh, we haven't recorded in a while. We took a we we're going to record last week. I think the week before we we're going to record. We're like, you know what? We've already said we're not going to record till Nick gets back. Let's just take a break. And also, team's been flat out, and yeah, I've been kind of, I don't want to do shows by myself. Even though I have done them in the past, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to wait. And then last week we're going to do a show, but Nick was sick, and tonight's Tina's sick, so she's only going to stop by for a few minutes, then she's going to go to to bed. Bed. Yeah, I was trying to like, find like bread. a find like a classy way to be like. Going to the boudoir, Bedfordshire. Exunt la room. I don't know. Exunt, as in yeah. like exhum, as no. in like to dig up. No, E X E U N T. I don't know. I see it in like old plays, playbooks and I'm stuff. I'm going to do an exodus. That's what I'm going to do. An exodus to Bexodus. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Um, so, normally we would start. Well, how have you been, Nick? I guess we should start. Oh, I've been so good. Well, actually, I've been sick recently, but, mm. um, you know, it's always. Um, rough when you have to come back from an extended holiday and like start working again yeah those post travel blues yeah so that wasn't that fun but you know now I'm back into the swing of things post university as well so oh, of course I, sh- I won't have to cancel yeah congratulations like, last minute studies or anything like that so soon you'll be Dr. Nick <laughs> yeah Riviera and you'll be saying hi to me <laughs> we've got to change our name to Mr. McGreg oh we're going to show a leg for an arm and an arm for a leg I'm going to show these video- Simpsons videos later they're, they're great mm. um <clears throat> yeah, I mean, look, I haven't had some time off in a while, so look, I'm really looking forward to getting some teeth pulled out because I'm just going to get a week off. Yeah, I mean, silver lining, I guess, every cloud. I think it'll be right. I've been to the dentist a few times now and I've had no pain, so yeah. which is really good, actually. Wisdom teeth, you said? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've had some coming through 
this is when I just turned 18, and they were like, you know what? Just for fun, we'll just whip out all four of them or whatever. So oh, had, at the same time? Yeah, oh. one operation, and they just ripped them all out. And well, I do. I have all of my wisdom teeth. Oh. Yeah, all of mine, I've got all of mine, and they've all come through, so you don't mm. need to cutting in, which is really good. Mm. But um, two of them need to come out as soon as possible, so she's like, you know what? We'll get these two out of the way. And she goes, and then, you know, like next year, we'll get the other two out. She, was, she said, regardless, we'll need two at a time, so that mm. I can still eat. Yeah. So, yeah, she's really good, actually. Like, she makes me want to go to the dentist. Cause I'm like, oh, we're getting work done. It's going to make me better. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's... Um, I mean, they dose you up, though. It's inconvenient, and you're on soup for a couple of days or soft mm. food. But you know what? It's, you're not... I, I was never really in pain. It was just, they just dose you up and yeah. stuff like that. And... No, uh, as I said, I'm looking forward. I'll take it for the week off. <laughs> yeah. Catch up with my movies. Come a little bit behind. Yeah. But not doing too badly. Um, we are going to forego the news segment just for the moment, because Tina's going to stay for one reason or another. She wants to talk Thrones. Yes. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Not that I can remember anything because I'm so... Uh, we'll just talk about I some blue fire everything. and uh, some dead well, people. I suppose you guys, um, you didn't have have as much Game of Thrones chat as I thought you would have. I think the last episode we did, we kind of got heavy into it towards the end. So I skipped... There was one, maybe I didn't... I must have just stopped that episode flat out, but there was one where you said spoilers or something like that and I skipped forward and it was only maybe 10 minutes or so and you yeah. went on to a different topic or well, something I, like I that. I think you'll also notice that without you our episodes were a lot shorter like yeah. we only did like 40 minute hour long episodes yeah. um, because we, have, we didn't have as much bouncing off to do we are just mm. kind of like oh we'll just you know yeah. kind of do short ones and also like I think it's weird when we're all together I'm in business mode I'm like we have all these things to get through we're going to sit down and record it but once there's two of us at home I'm like oh we're going to record it tomorrow it's fine like, yeah, <laughs> I get yeah, a little, yeah. bit, little bit lazy with it yeah. so uh, which is one of the reasons why there have been a, a few less shows over the last couple of weeks. I must do the waffling on then. I don't think so, because there was an episode where we talked about wizards fighting for a good 10 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those were the days. Uh, and I almost brought a topic tonight. I was like, oh, maybe we should do like, like a post-Father's Day topic. I was like, maybe we'll do like best movie dads or something. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, you know, we're going to have so much to talk about. And like, we're all tired, so we'll just, you yeah. know, get through what we can. Um, so from the... We should have called the show Spoilers. <laughs> because the amount of stuff we spoil... Uh, from here on, spoilers, we're going to talk Thrones very quickly, or maybe not so quickly, not we'll, so see, quickly. we'll see how we go, um, and then we'll get into the regularly scheduled programming. So where did you leave off with the listeners? Like, what was the last, was it episode six? Six hadn't happened yet. We predicted, Tina said that she'd heard a spoiler, spoilers, spoilers, um, that a dragon was going to die. Yep. Um, and I said... Student bloody yelled it out. Uh, and I said to her, why did you say that on the show? I hadn't heard the spoiler. <laughs> 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 I was like, Thanks. Um, and I think that episode was a little bit underwhelming for me, simply because I knew the big twist. Mm. But still, a great episode. Yeah, I um, I didn't, I didn't pick that going in. Mm. But I, as soon as, um, she was going to have to go rescue them personally. Mm. There's too much at stake for nothing. To, like she, like that's yeah. bad storytelling. If she's just like, "Yep, get on, we're out yeah. of here." Yeah. So I was like, "Something has to happen. There's got to yeah. be some stakes there." And well, I thought that we were going to lose Sajora because he slipped on the dragon. Yeah. And I was like, "That's how he goes. That's pretty cool." Like, and then he just stuck around. Um, well, they just brought him back. I, they don't seem to bring people back. You know, they, it tends to be like you've got to be. You know, like, you're a main character and then you get absolutely cut. But he hasn't, yeah. he's been peripheral for a couple of seasons. Yeah. Um, yeah, you have stuff you want to say. So I you have go, you things go. I want to say. I, all the things I want to say are all these theory things. Okay, well, do you want to do a little bit of coverage on the, the episodes, the, the season as a whole, and then we'll get into your theories? Yeah, absolutely. Just because we haven't really spoken to Nick about it. I will say this. When the final shot of the I mean, final episode, 
I loved. There was not a minute, like, they didn't waste any time. No. Like, it's an hour and 20 minutes, and they didn't waste any time. Next season, I want six two-hour episodes, please. Yeah. yeah. That's what needs to be. But, like, at the very last shot, when the drag, when the Night King oh, rides yeah. in a drag yeah. and just starts blowing fly, fire on the wall, yeah. I looked at them, like, and I said, I'm like, oh, of course. That's why they were waiting. Like, everyone had these theories about how the wall would come down, and we've heard about fire and ice yeah. the yeah. whole time. And we know that the White Walkers are waiting for something that have never gone forward, and only magic can take down the wall. Yeah. And there are dragons. I was like, how did I not see this? It's so obvious. Yeah, but I never put together. I, I never thought that those worlds would collide. I, mm. I assumed she would help fight. Yeah. But I thought that she would get... This is like a few seasons ago. I thought she would get to Westeros as they were coming invading down. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. It does seem so clear, though. Um, I felt like a grade-A moron in that. And I was like, oh my god. That's so but, obvious. But just on the structure of this of season seven... I'm interested to hear what you say about this. Go for it. I think it's been detrimental to the show. Okay. To reduce... I mean, I get it for budgetary reasons, and they are producing just bigger episodes. Like, I don't... Okay, is it the think, time span? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think things that... Things that used to take a season now happening in 40 minutes of screen yeah, time. I don't yeah. think it's a budget thing. I, don't I think, think it's, it's that they have so much story to cover. I think they're like, look, we know we've only got two seasons left and we want to spend as, devote as much time as possible to that story so we don't need to waste time on the road with nothing happening, especially yeah. when we've gone through six seasons of that. Like myself, as someone who's endured six seasons of people walking... I'm just like, you know what? Like, I don't mind the time jump. I see, I've seen a lot of people complain, and I understand it. I, I get it. Why people are like, oh, like it was, you know, everything, everything had a pace to it. Now the pace has increased. Mm. I was like, I don't care. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I want to see Daenerys ride down a dragon and torch some Lannisters. I want to yeah. see it's John and Danny. I want to see. Everyone, I'm at the point where I want everyone to be. You don't want. You don't need the travel time. You just I want, want it to happen. I've been waiting yeah, for Little Finger to be dead for a long time. Yeah. I've been waiting for you know, Arya and. Sands to get back together, together and to brand the weird four beetle combo. Like I want all of them to get together. So George Addison. Yeah, I do understand people's frustration with it, but for me, I'm like, there is not one moment of like dead air in those episodes, yeah. except for maybe the ongoing montage of Sam cleaning our toilets. Like that yeah, was so. That long. was a rough start to the that season. That was so long, but for the most part, there's there wasn't. Mm. Except the the only time I didn't like the show really was when they went back to the Maesters camp. I was like. I don't care about this. Get, get back yeah. to it. But then we did have that big reveal of the, the Targaryen mm. annulment and stuff. But for the most part this season, I've been like, good. Like, it's going fast, but I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Like, I don't have a problem with the jetpacking aspect, and that's mm. the that's the raven reaching um, Daenerys in mm. quick time. Like, uh, when they went north of the wall. Oh, someone did the I maths, think, yeah. and it works out. Yeah. Well, looked... I don't know if a raven travels at 80 kilometers an hour and a dragon travels at 90. Like, I mean, just then fucking drive, I, ride, ride a dragon. I can live with that. Yeah. For the theatrical yeah. benefits of her swooping in to save the day. Yeah. But um, I think that, like, they've obviously been building to this romance between John and Daenerys. Mm. And his thing with Egret was yeah. two or three seasons in the making. Mm. And it felt, like, really special. Yeah. And that's why I think that in a, in six or in when he got there in what episode two, mm. and so in five episodes, I have a theory on that as I well. Have, I have something to say about because have you heard of this? And I don't know what the actual term is called, but it, have you heard about such a weird sentence? Have you heard about like real cases of accidental incest? 
where like relatives have been split, like never met or whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, they I, find I, each other. I haven't heard, but I could imagine it could happen. Yeah, they, they haven't, they've never met, and they find each other years later and don't realize, and there's this instantaneous attraction, and they think it's just like, oh, we just click. Mm. And it's because they're family, so that's yeah. why they, like, there's this thing in the subconscious that makes them click, and they get into romances like that, and because they are related now, I'm like, oh, cool, I'll buy it, because mm. that is a real scientific thing. Like, yeah. like some things that psychologists have said. Mine, so. Mine's a um, mine's based on the theory, so I'm going to get back to that one. Sure. Um, you talking about, but you'll but, have to remind me, yeah. possibly. Well, but that's it. I mean, like, I've, I've loved it. It's not like I thought it were, like, detrimental to the season, but I just... I don't know why they can't just give us another two seasons of, like, the ten episodes. Like, yeah. You know... Oh, oh can I just tell... You yeah, know, go do yeah, it. Yeah, okay, yeah. so I think I know why. So I watched this video about how, like... Um, Jon Snow's um, and Daenerys' storylines are exactly parallel with yes, each other. Yes, I've seen this as well. Sort of thing. So, like, um, you know, he's the literal embodiment of ice and she's the literal embodiment of fire. You know, they've both died, they've both come back, mm. they've both sacrificed, they've both this and this and this and that and this. Um, I think, because we all talk, because in the books, like, the gods play a really big part. And I remember this um, boy who uh, read all the books um, at my old school. And he was telling me about how, like, uh, when a child of incest is born, um, the gods roll flip coin as to whether that child will be, like, pure evil or pure good. Like, that's mm. something that's in the books. Mm. And so that's why Joffrey was, like, you know, pure evil. And, like, Marcella and Tommen were, like, oh, that's, pure that's good. That's really cool. I didn't so know that. So my, my theory is that because these two characters are supposed to be together because they're the little embodiment of fire and ice. Mm. And we have the whole idea of the prince that was promised. So the prince that is promised is supposed to be the one who vanquishes the White Walkers. Mm. Um, a lot of people are saying that Jon Snow is the prince who is was promised. Is this the Azor Ahai character? I think so, I'm not sure. Yeah. I can't really remember. Um, which he still might be the prince who was promised, sort of thing like that, because you know he because it's all this... The things like, you know, the prince who was promised would, like, die and then come back. And mm. it's, like, all this stuff. Um, and um, so my theory is... I've got two parts to the theory. A, John Snow is the prince who was promised. Or, B, their child, child is the prince who was promised. Mm. And so the gods will flip a coin as to, like, whether the child will be good or evil. Mm. And it's actually the child who will then be on the throne and, like, vanquish the White Walkers and all this kind of mm. stuff like that. And while I'm talking about theories, while I'm remembering it, there's a very obviously popular theory out there that Bran is the White Walker. The no, Night no, like, The Night yeah. King, yeah. And so, like, that whole idea about, like... Um, uh, the Night King melting down the wall, and and the thing is that we never know what the White Walkers want. Mm. We assume that they want to kill everybody because they're zombies. But in the books, they're described as like these beautiful, ethereal, like amazing beings. Like not necessarily like like beautiful in a weird way. Like, well, not say, I've never seen. Like I've a, never seen them as you know? zombies. I mean, there are zombies. Like that's yeah. what the Whites are. But the White Walkers, except for that really old one, I'm just like, hmm, yeah. he looks weird. Yeah. But I'm always like, oh, they look very, yeah, like otherworldly yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I was never like, ugh, White Walkers, they're mm. gross, don't touch me. I was like, that's the thing, like, if Bran is the Night King, and let's go with this theory that he is, well, you I can think... watch a whole bunch of videos online about mm. how he how he has this connection with the Night King and stuff mm. like that. And, um, you know, there's that theory that the zoom out of that last episode, the White the whites are all walking in the shape of the, the, wolf? the wolf head. Yeah. Um, maybe they're not there to kill everybody. 
Like maybe they're there to do something else. Maybe the because Brand's not an evil guy, mm. is he? And so if he is the Night King, but as and we how saw, did he become? And like he became the Night King of so the Dragonlass and stuff like that. Like he probably still ha- he. I mean, we don't know, but he mill start still might have Brand's brain inside of him. And so maybe he's coming down for like a warning or or something else. Like mm. we don't know because well, uh, he has that extra sight. As we saw we in season tell. three of Flash, all heroes can become villains. That's true. Absolutely that's um, true. But, but I, I, we've never like 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 okay, yes, we've seen the White Walkers kill mm. but we've only seen them kill when they are in battle. Yeah. We've never seen them like break into someone's house and just stab mm. everybody in there. Have they? And and have they? Have they led any fights, or it's always been because their like territory's been invaded? No, or... because they're always <laughs> standing there. Yeah. And then the and then the men come mm. and mm. attack them because they obviously you know fear death. I also I also like support the theory that Brands and King because I feel like they wouldn't show us him doing that weird time travel thing and creating terrible consequences for no reason. Like the, yes, like as. Amazing as that Hodor th- reveal was, Hodor's really not an important character. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, why show us his backstory mm. unless to set something up greater, I think. Yeah. And I don't think it's like zombie Hodor. I think it's yeah. like, we're going to see like more of Bran's powers yeah. like in effect. Mm. Um, yes. Yeah, mm. and um, Stark Reunion, did you live Loved up to it. your expectations? I liked all of them. I liked, it was, I mean, Bran's just really yeah. irritating. He's you know, yeah. weird little emo kid like, now. You were beautiful. You, 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 you were this beautiful on your wedding day when Ramsay raped you. Yeah, he's a really, yeah, real creepy man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that. Oh, I love that whole, like, set-up to kill Littlefinger. Yeah, that was so delicious, was wasn't so, it? And it's yeah. funny because I I bought a hook, line, and sink. I was like, yeah. oh, my God, I was yeah. in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Like they did, and I don't know whether it's predictable for other people, but it was just told. They just threaded that needle so well. I was like, oh, no, like, mm. what's she going to do? And I, 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 I was like... Well, she'll just kill everyone, I'm sure. Like, she's that good. Mm. Yeah. But this is going to be tough. I don't want to say, I go. And then when she said I was like... Oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. if Tina looked over me, and I was just like... Yeah, 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 <laughs> I had this yeah, massive yeah. grin on my face. That was so pretty they, sweet. They'd obviously had an off-screen meeting. Yeah, that's yeah. right. To, yeah, to absolutely. That. I think the signs Apparently, the guy who plays Bran, like, confirmed that that was a deleted scene, that they had an off-screen yeah. meeting. Yeah. Do you remember when he said... Chaos is a ladder. Yeah, it's yeah. what lo- he said to Ned yeah. like in the first season. And, and I think that was the main clue. Now I look back retrospectively. I get yeah. it. So, like, um, the last, one of the last things Littlefinger said to Ned before he betrayed him was that yeah. chaos is a ladder. Because like, he says something about chaos, he goes, no, chaos is a ladder. Yeah. And then Bran said it to him, and that means Bran has seen the yeah. Littlefinger betrayed his yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, okay, it was basically yeah, yeah. him saying, like, I know what you did, motherfucker. Yeah, that's you right. I mean? Yeah. Like, Language, sorry. I do wish, I do wish, like... You guys like, this all the time, it's fine. I do wish that, A, I was Bran, just so I could, like, see see, know everything. Oh, I don't think you but want to see B, anything. No, no, no. But also, B, like, I just wish that Bran could just, like, just tell everybody everything. Oh, I think he can. I think... It's, it's like ca- he, he's keeping his cards so close no, to his No, do you know what, you know what it is? Like, I think it's like, I'm trying to think of... Oh, there's a... Why can't everyone explain what they are? Like... Even, and then Sansa and um, and Aya, uh, like when they met, and she's like, "I'm a faceless man" or something yeah. like that. And it's like, why don't you explain in some yeah. detail what that is? No one. Okay, yeah. so what I do is yeah. <laughs> what yeah. I, what I've been really enjoying in the last couple of seasons, but especially this season, is how both Aya and John look remarkably like Ned, mm. like and like even yeah. in this season, like 
it's really interesting. I was reading this thing online, and people are like, you never hear them really talk about Catelyn, but like Ned's influence in the on the family and the story, mm. like holds through this day. Like even like the last conversation between Sansa and Arya in the, the episode was about their dad and stuff. I'm like it's yeah. really true. Like that's again like it, all the lessons he taught yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. I love this season, man. And I don't know, like... Yeah, it's so much better than season two. I don't season, season two, nothing happened. I'm also Everybody really... Everybody's looking... in the exact same spot. I'm also really looking forward to... We're talking before the start. I'm looking forward to doing our big Marvel review next year. Mm. But um, before then... I'm, or maybe not before then, but somewhere, I'm really looking forward to watching Thrones from start to finish. Yeah, same. It's funny you say that. that Game of Thrones fever has gripped our house and yeah. we went back to season one. Nice. So I rewatched the first two episodes and... Um, Sean Bean plays it really well, mm. but you should see the significance of some things you just didn't even think of. Yeah, so, that's yeah. what I want to go now back that, for. Now that we know about Jon Snow's um, heritage, mm. that he's like uh, the heir to the throne now, mm. um, there's a bit when um, Ned Stark is going to King's Landing and Jon Snow's going to the wall, yeah. and he asks him about his mother and he says like, We'll talk about the next time we next meet. Next time I see you, I'll tell you about your mother. Mm. And at that point, you just think it's just going to be some floozy and you don't know mm. that it's not, and it's... Yeah, it's there's so many little things to pick up. It's yeah, it's one of those shows that really deserves a rewatch. Because I remember, not last year, but maybe the year before. I think before season five, I rewatched everything again. I was like, you know what? Before Thrones, I'm going to watch it all again. Mm. Um, and it's just amazing the things you pick up on because there's a lot of characters. So the second time around, I was like, oh, the guy who runs the the wall, that's. Uh, Jorah's dad. Yeah. Mm. Alex, yeah, Al- you miss because there's so many names. No, so not him. No, like... no, no, it was him. Yeah. yeah. And then Alice Thorne takes over, and then like the maester is like Daenerys's grandfather yeah. or whatever, great grandfather. Yeah. Aemon Targaryen. And like when he's talking about Aegon, that's yeah. John. That's um. Or is it the other son that died? The other child that died. Yeah. Yeah. No, Rhaegon is the other one that. Died. No, no, no. Aegon uh, is John. No, 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 but they. He's he's, in, he's the second Aegon. Yeah, the two. Oh, the first yeah, child yeah, yeah, died, yeah, yeah. and then. Because they're all like, the second, the third, mm. blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So just little things like that. It's like oh, like. Yeah, it gets better with each watch from the start yeah. because you get like you get to see the puzzle yeah. pieces as they're formed. Um, I've seen it too. I have this interesting theory as well about how Cersei might die. Because um, we're talking about the Night King and how he controls it, I'm like, what is the mountain's status? Like, could the Night King control the mountain? Yeah, is he dead or undead? We don't know what sort of science, and we don't know if Kyburn yeah. has this like little back door into how much. How like, did you see the big bone he got over that hand? Yeah, he was just like, yeah. this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone else was just like, he's shocked, and he was just he, like, he was, oh. he was just popping undead boners. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is great. Um, um, I, I have a theory. That um, uh, Daenerys claims she can't have children. Mm. Cersei's pregnant with a child. Mm. Cersei has to die. Mm. I don't think it seems unlikely they kill her while pregnant. I also don't know uh, if I well, believe. Well, Catelyn was not. Uh, the yeah, Rob, true. Rob's wife. Rob, yeah. Yes, but that was pregnant. the Lannisters organizing it. Yeah. Like I don't think that. Like, well, that would be justice then, wouldn't it? I no. also that's pretty cyclical justice because he always because. George R. R. Martin always works in cyclical justice. Mm. Yeah, like the like uh, Littlefinger died the same way Catelyn did, mm. and so I don't believe that Cersei is pregnant. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't believe. I, that I think it's a lie because of the prophecy that said like she can't like she, like all three of her children would die. Like the way it was kind of word was sound like she would have three and only three. Yeah. And I think she set that up because now that like she's kind of setting up this plan of like betraying a lot of people, including Jamie now. Like, I think she's trying to make herself vulnerable and, like, look... Oh, I see. Because, like, even when she has, like, 
conversation with Tyrion. Like she just has a very slight kind of hand over the belly yeah. thing, mm-hmm. and I think it's more like she knows the power that comes behind Tyrion. Like he on his own isn't powerful, mm-hmm. but he's got Daenerys's army and stuff, and like Daenerys, for the most part, does listen to her advisors. So she'd probably be more yeah. than happy to kill the queen. Like, um, so I think it's a tactical move. Um, what do you think of um, the theory that like potentially there was something an unseen. Uh, conversation between uh, Cersei and Tyrion um, when he went up to the castle with to oh I also believe that I think that he's going to go on trial for killing Tywin oh really and I think that's how the mountain and the hound are going to fight ah. I think she'll send in her champion he'll send in his champion ah that's very good yeah, I, d- I didn't, mm. didn't think of that at all. I was more, like, I've seen some things where, like, obviously he was looking a little sus in the last, one of the last yeah. scenes of the episode when Jon Snow went into the, into the, um... Bedding chambers? Yeah, yeah. The boudoir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I was, heard all, you know, like, these theories that maybe he had, like, <clears throat> I don't know, promised to give up something that Daenerys wouldn't be happy to yeah. do. I don't know, maybe, like, keep Casterly Rock, or I don't know, something yeah. like that. But, but that's a good one, but... I was actually surprised in this episode that that Cersei made it out alive. I, I thought that maybe they'd finish up that storyline and the whole last season would no, be... No, I, I think... <clears throat> I only I, I only had one prediction for the season. I think before the season started, I go, I think Littlefinger's done. I don't think he'll survive the season. And I was very glad that I got that prediction right. Um, no, I think most of our main players are going to stay till... Well, I mean, they might just drop like flyers. Like Next season might be just like a death of yeah. episode or something. Well, um, if the White Walkers make it to King's Landing, and if the White Walkers are evil and want to kill everybody, then... And I think there'll be surprising deaths. I think it'll I've be like... I've already said since the beginning of the show, White Walker on the on the throne. Mm. I'm calling it now. First episode of season eight, Jamie Lannister gone. Think so? I don't know, but like that's... that. It's so bold and unexpected. Like, yeah. That's, I, I don't think... The way I see it, this, maybe, maybe this is... I'm looking more inward than outward. Mm. This is the way I would finish Cersei off. I think, as you're talking about cyclical justice or or irony, mm. I think I would have Jamie Lannister killing her, mm. and I think that like what might happen is not what might this is I could see it happening is that like that instead I always thought that the White Walkers would be the final enemy to be mm. combated. Maybe maybe that the the living win that battle and they're decimated though, yeah. and Cersei then comes out. And just goes to kill everyone yeah. who's left. Yeah. And then I think maybe then, Jamie yeah. Lannister just like, stabs yeah. him in the back like he did. The Mad King. The Mad King or something. That doesn't make more sense. I was just, I was like, what's the, what's the wackiest yeah. thing I could say? Like, I, but you're right though. Uh, that's in Game of Thrones style. Like, I think there'll be an unexpected death first episode. I think that's how you start it. I don't know who it could be though, because they were... Brienne? Yeah, like... Um, it could be, um, what's his name? The Greyjoy? Theon? Yeah. Nah, he'll save Yara. Oh, yeah, that's true. Also, can we just say MVP of the season, Euron Greyjoy? <laughs> well, like, he's the most dastardly character ever, but for some reason he's so entertaining. Yeah. Like, yeah. that scene, like, they did, like, there are literally five movies about pirates at the moment, and they did the best pirates scene ever in one episode of this yeah. show. Just like how they've done zombies better than Walking Dead now. They're like... Game of Thrones is slow. Like, we'll see a superhero next season. Yeah. Like, the last Stark, Tony, will return. Yeah. And they'll do it better than... Yeah. <laughs> How long were you sitting on that one for? Or did you uh, just make I, it? I've made that joke before, but, oh, like, okay. not in that not in that context. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Um, yeah, I, I just... Honestly, I, I should have made notes, because there's, I could talk about everything from that season, but... Um, 
I don't know. Do you think so? A satisfying season then? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I was so disappointed like when it was done. I was like, oh my god, we're gonna wait over like at least a year. But someone was saying like it could be two years. Like it might yeah. even be longer. Oh my god. I don't. As long as they get it right. Yeah. They can't leave it too long though because. Like, there's building hype, and then there's, like, people I di- just kind of I disagree. Go, yeah. Westworld, they finished the last year, and they're like, look, we're going to take two years off and make sure we get it right. Like, and they added another cliffhanger as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I'm not, look, I'm not, disag- I'm not disagreeing with you. I don't want them to take two years yeah. either. Yeah. Um, but HBO know what they're doing. I think at this point, HBO know they've got everyone. Like, yeah. I, I, you know. And they've already announced the prequel series, so. Mm. Have they? I didn't. Yeah. Oh, is there? It's going to be set, like, way before the events of this. So mm, I don't know what cool. it's going to be like. The original Targaryens, or maybe yeah. it's like... I think they, like... Yeah, I think they had to, like, wait a while because they had to get all the backstory of what's... Like, they can't really do stuff that we've seen now because like, we've kind of got enough backstory as it is. So I don't think they'll go, they'll yeah. go a lot further back than that. Um, but it's just interesting seeing how, like, all these... Like, the I think the synopsis of Game of Thrones on IMDb is, like, Seven noble houses fight, and there's like two left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um... Like there's Lannisters, Starks, Targaryens. Is that it? Greyjoy. Greyjoys. Greyjoys. Yeah. There's no Tyrells. There's no Freys. No Freys. There's no Sand Snakes. Uh, yeah, no uh, Martells. Mm. There's one. Oh, that's the seven. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of other houses as well, but yeah, they're not actually they're the in there. Ones. Yeah. Um, Did you say Tyrells? Uh, Baratheons. They're gone. Oh yeah. They were gone early. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. Oh no, wait. There was one Baratheon left. Oh yeah, Gendry. Yeah, let's talk about that. The the return of Gendry. Gendry. And I really, really liked the the nod to the audience, the nod to like the memes. Yeah, like the brain. Yeah, when he was like, "Oh, I thought you you were still ruined." Yeah, (laughs) I I just thought that was really good. Like, you know, and there's obviously everyone's been joking about it, but. Mm. How good was that uh, first like swing of the hammer as well? Where he just like crushes that guy's head. Um, it's been such a good season, and I'm glad that they've brought him back. I mean, he's he's very expendable to me because I thought early on, like, well, he's could be, almost be an heir to the throne kind of yeah. situation. Yeah, but, I always wanted but to see the Baratheons the to me aren't a real like they're Contender. not legitimate to like end up on the throne. Anymore, mm. You know what I mean? I want to know like where it goes back to, where it is legitimate. Is it the well, Targaryen reign? Because I find I think. I yes, think... it is, because the throne was stolen from the Targaryens when they murdered the king. Like, it wasn't succeeded by yeah. marriage or anything. Like, no. they murdered the king. It was and the... But then who was the king who murdered... Like, who was the king that they murdered? Was that a... That was, uh, uh, the, mad, the Mad King. Aemon? No, but, like, no, that's what I'm saying. So, like, before, before Jamie murdered the Mad King... Yeah. And so the Targaryens were on the throne... Mm. Was, did, was that was it always the Targaryens? Or no, would there, it would have. Been, it's, it's been through that. marriage so it's through, and stuff. The, well, that's what I'm wondering because, like, I don't think succession through murder. Oh is... no! You know what? The Targaryens stole the throne as well. Yeah, and because that's the they thing came that they on. Steal was it off. They came on with the giant dragon. I can't remember what it's called. Aegon uh, or something. It's a really like cool that. dragon. Like, it's, it's like the so one t- with the skull head in the yeah, bottom. Yeah, it's like three times the size of dragon. Uh, dragon, whatever. Um, but they came down and like burned their, like mm. wasted everything, and then they stole a throne. Mm. And then so the, that's the thing I want to figure out: like, where does it actually? It was, pro- it was probably a tyr- It was probably like the Tyrells. So they're like the nice people. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the Flower Kings or whatever. Mm. Um, so it's probably Tyrells, I would say that'd be my guess. And then Baratheon stole it, um, but now I guess Targaryens are taking it back. I don't think there was ever a Stark on the throne. They're not. Mm. They're too far up. 
And also, like, yeah, they, they don't care. It's like, let's chill in our little... King of the North! Yeah. Um, ugh, it's been a great season. Yeah, it's just a fantastic show. Like, I think it's just going from strength to strength. Yeah. Um... Have you addressed all your things you want to talk about? I think so. I think that's everything. Mm. Um, what about well? What about predictions for next season? What do we think? Like some, some of the main characters. Do you, think, do you think Daenerys and Jon Snow will end up ruling together? I feel no. no I think they're I, both too too powerful uh, personalities. Also, to rule I think together. once it's revealed that they're related, they may not be into it anymore yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go with a theory of their child is the prince who was promised and that's the one who's going to be sitting on the throne and that's the one who's going to bring peace to the lands and and with the white walkers and stuff like that i do believe like i believe that things like because like it would be so stupid of George R. R. Martin to make like a happy, happy-go-lucky ending, and they mm. all lived happily ever after. Like that's not going to work. Uh, are things going to return to the status quo of White Walkers being up in the north? You know, normal people there being down in the south. We don't know. Like, um, you know, I, I know that what I don't want is a years later thing. I don't yeah. want the last episode to be like fast forward like forty mm. years, yeah, and then we meet the the child of you know John and Daniel. Where I'm like, I don't care. Like, I didn't. I don't want that. But I also... I was just wondering, do we think maybe the White Walkers can talk? Yeah, that's true. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you think... Oh, they like... scream. They make that glass... They make that glass screeching noise. Yeah, but I wonder, like, whether, like, they can talk. They like, can actually... No yeah. one's ever tried that. Like, we talked about maybe how they just the chill out all the time. No pun intended. the prince that they need to give to. Because then the other theory is oh, that the yeah. reason as to why the, why the White Walkers have come down is because the um, agreement has been broken. Yeah, the crust so is yeah, really destroyed, so they were given right. babies. So there was that whole agreement of, like... Well, there was the idea that there was an agreement between the White Walkers that the White Walkers wouldn't come down south so long as that they were given, like... Um, uh, a sacrifice every once in a while because there was this th- there was this story about like a guy who fell in love with the White Walker and he became the Night's King, which is different from the Night the King. Night King. Um, and so the fact that all the crusters are dead and not sacrificing babies anymore um, is like what like that that treaty has then been broken mm. and so that's why they're coming down so that's one of the theories you know what that means and as then well, maybe then. that prince that's promised is promised to the white walkers yeah. to restore peace that means that john started the war because john yeah. was the one who stopped the deaths of the babies yeah <laughs> um and also there's another theory that yeah the white walkers aren't evil like they're not killing these kids they're turning them into white walkers yeah. and actually giving them eternal life and yeah, more power and right. stuff mm. Um, I don't have a lot of predictions. I think we're going to see a lot of dead. I don't think any Lannisters are going to make it out. I, like, I think all three Lannisters are gone. Do you think yeah. so? Tyrion? Yeah, I think they're yeah, all gone. They're all... Yeah. Do you know what? I'd... Oh, you... We're talking about how things are cyclical and how like everything ties up neatly. What if Jamie gets stabbed in the back? Yeah, yeah. that's true. Or Absolutely. even like he goes to stab Cersei and someone stops him, like gets yeah. him before. Yeah. It's just like a weird Absolutely. human centipede stabbing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't him in think. The back. I think he could go either way. He could get, at the moment, at, so that would make sense if I, she stabbed him in the Jamie back. Jamie Lannister could either could either kill Cersei, or he could try like die stopping someone. You yeah. know, like in a last minute, just like yeah. I, he give, you know, like he loved her more than anything else. I think be. I think the Lannisters are going to go because there's this phrase they've been saying since the first episode. I think it's the first episode. Lannister yeah. always pays his debt, and I think the biggest debt is 
paying with your own life. Yeah, that's right. And I don't think they're saying that for nothing. No, I think absolutely. they're all going to pay the ultimate debt, which is yeah. the Lannister house will be gone. Yeah, I, I think just, so too. I feel like something this, I, your theory about her not being pregnant, but then they really do drill in like two redeeming features about Cersei. She has good cheekbones and she loves her children. Mm. Yeah. And I wonder if there's something to play out there where she might tr- slightly redeem herself somehow to save a, a, a child or something like that. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I uh, I don't know. Like I, if, I just don't know. I mm. think I want the Hound to live, but I don't know whether he will. But well, I think, do you think he we're w- going to get Clegane Bolt. I think so, and I think the Mountain will die. I don't think. I don't think he'll um he'll survive. It'd be great if the Hound crushed his skull. Yeah. Um, or it'd be even more interesting if we had a similar situation with that original fight between Oberyn and the Mountain, where they both get mortally wounded. And then, that, but instead of magic saving them, they both just die. Mm. Um, well, that would be a bit of a cop out, I think. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of ladies surviving. I don't think we're going to lose any more Starks, except for maybe John. Do you think so? Well, he's already Stark. Know. I, but... think I have this bad feeling that we're going to lose Aya. She does seem the most vulnerable, doesn't she? Yeah. Because she's a woman of action. Like she could be in a position. Like, like she'd be so. Like she'd be surrounded. I guess, and she's never like ever that. really lost. Like, yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, she's in. She's she's almost got too big for her boots. Uh, maybe I would like to. I think what would happen if she? I don't think. I, I don't think she'll die. I think what we'll see instead is she leaves the Stark family. I think she'll just be a like kind of wander. Her own faceless mm. man. Yeah, like, I don't think she'll work for anyone. I think mm. she'll just walk her own path. The way kind of. Jack and Hagar seem to be doing until mm. like he end up being like trained. like he just seemed to do this kind of weird traveler going around doing mm. things. I think she'll do. I don't think she'll. I think she'll drop the Stark name and leave the house. Um, but I don't think it would be like, you know, that she fought with Sansa or something. I think she'd just be like, look, this life isn't for me. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm yeah, gonna this go isn't do... my prerogative. Yeah, I think that makes most sense for her and her journey. Um, who else? Have the know, Have the Onion Knight lives. Yeah, oh my god, I won't be able to stand it if he dies. Yeah. I don't know. Jon Snow does seem to have fairly strong plot armour mm. since he came back from the dead. Yeah. Like... Yeah, but also, like, in the last... I don't. I, I think but, his story is almost at an end now. Yeah. Like, like if, he, if his purpose... If his purpose... Let's just put this theory out there. That his purpose is to notify people of the White Walkers and to bang um, Daenerys... Daenerys his luck. purpose is finished <laughs> then. But he's he's our greatest, he's the Princess greatest Thomas. weapon against I think he will be instrumental in the defeat of the White Walkers if it goes that way, or at least mm. in the fight. But I don't think he'll necessarily survive. Like mm. it might not, it maybe not even he might not even die at a White Walker's hand, he might die at the hand of someone else. But I feel like his plot is almost complete, so I think he will die at some point. But I think he'll be there for most of it. He might even be the last death of the show. He, uh, it would be a real shock to me if Daenerys didn't make it to the end. Yeah, I think she'll survive. I don't know whether she'll end up on the throne. I wonder whether we'll even see... I, I wonder if the throne will be there. That's come, what I'm thinking. Come the end of the... I still think it needs to be melted down and the swords used to defeat the White Walkers. Well, I think... I mean, people but, not get this already? Well, yeah, I agree. But I think what Nick's saying is not necessarily like the physical throne. I think yeah. like it won't be a kingdom anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll end up being like a democracy, democracy mm. or something. United States of yeah. Westeros. <laughs> yeah. um, I think that might be what happens. Um, yeah. We've done almost 40 minutes on Game of Thrones. Huh. 
Actually, well, maybe half an hour. Not bad for a general recap. I mean, I, yeah. could, I could literally go through each episode yeah. plot points, but um, so full of just great stuff. Mm. I didn't. Did you think that like Elena Tyrell revealing that she killed Jamie was that a surprise to you? Um, I thought that you know the... what there was about ten percent of ambiguity left yeah. left because no one's ever explicitly have they come out and said it was me. I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, it was implied that it was Littlefinger and the Tyrells. Yeah, but I think just to. I think it was more. I found that more of a scene to reaffirm that Jamie is no longer like the monster, maybe that he was, because he's found out that's yeah, found he's the so calm when it happens. Responsible to kill of killing his son, mm-hmm. uh, even though he was a bit of a bastard. Um, that he didn't like, you know, go crazy or, yeah. or let Cersei like t- take her back as a prisoner for Cersei to kill. He just yeah. was just like, just. You know, take it, take it quick, or you're painless. Well, he did find it after he'd already poisoned her. Like he couldn't take it back after that. Oh, did he? So yeah, getting because she was like, um, "Is it kill him?" He's just saying, "He's like, yeah, you'll be, de- you'll die soon." And she's like, "Cool, let's start to know this." Yeah. Um, yeah. To me, it wasn't a huge revelation. Like I feel like we kind of figured that out. Like more so than something. I hadn't. I was like, "Whoa, that's yeah. awesome." Yeah, I think I, I think I'd already, I kind of because they had that conversation, I guess, before. Um, Marjorie uh, marries him where she's like you know what do you think of King Joffrey and Sansa's like oh I you know I love him and all I want is his respect and she's like you know come on just tell us and he goes he's a monster she's like well we knew I think didn't she say something like after he was dead or like do you think I'd let you marry that beast or something like that and also I have a very vague recollection I could be completely wrong on this but I just have a feeling that like there were like there was a question of like who did it, yeah. as in the show actually the conversation was happening, and the next cut scene was like her talking to the yeah. the people in Dawn, yeah. and I think it was meant to imply that like yeah. well well who did it then, and then the next scene was like literally her, mm. so I think it was pretty much like ninety percent yeah we know who yeah. did it, but like that was the and what about the death of the sand snakes that was really uh, wasn't they didn't upsetting and kind of sudden like. No, too bad Colleen Wing Yeah, we lost an Colleen, Iron Fist. We lost Colleen Wing and the Whale Rider. They both got killed. <laughs> oh, I didn't know the other one. But... Oh, yeah, it's Keisha Castle Hughes. Um, and then we... I don't know whether we'll see any more of those Dornish women. Um, but there was a theory that, like, the girl might not die from that kiss because she used that poison so much she might have built up an immunity. Yeah. I mean, that's a weird... Mm, that's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, that's yeah. a weird thing to, like... She's not, is she that important to the story? Well, my thing was, like, yeah, we don't need to bring her back. Yeah. Like, um... um yeah, I, I don't know if uh, Elia Martel has any role to play left either. I felt like it was a weird finish for them, though. Like, I don't know, like, I, I think I could do something a little bit more dramatic. I don't know. Like, maybe... Oh, what was, what's this one? Uh, the, the Sand Snakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the girl with the whip got struck yeah, with yeah, her own yeah, whip. Yeah, yeah, the girl yeah. with the spear got killed with her own spear. And then the last one just, like, left dying in a cell. And I felt like, that's kind of weird, because we know they're not dead. We know that the girl's going to die soon because she's poisoned. But the mum hasn't had anything done to her, so what, she's just sitting there... Like, it's, it's kind of like Gendry. We're like, yeah. well, we'll see him eventually, I guess. Like, maybe. Like, yeah. you know, like whenever someone disappears, but hasn't, like, been like, all right, goodbye. Like, yeah. I'm not coming yeah. back. Like, even Benjamin, like, kept coming back. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, actually, you know what? That was too cute for me. That was too neat. Yeah. Just like... Uh, too much deus ex machina. Deus ex machina. I was like, was just... who? I was like, is Ghost Rider in this show? <laughs> yeah. I just saw like this headless, yeah. guy, a little headless guy with a, a little yeah, cool Yeah, that fight. was just like, it was just too, it was like, 
Don't forget about him, but also he's dead now, so don't worry yeah. about him after Especially this. Especially because yeah. they could have both ridden on the horse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but Benjamin couldn't cross the wall anyway, so... Um, there's a theory that I... I'm going off half-cocked on this theory, because mm. I don't remember it quite, like, all of it, but also there's a, um, a theory about, like, John somehow being connected to the White Walkers, whatever, because he died. I was wondering yeah. that. And, and obviously, like, he was... would have. He should be dead. I mean, he fell in that yeah. freezing water mm. and then rode back at least a day's ride or whatever. Yeah, in the snow. And you saw when they, they ripped his... They had to, like, snap his clothes off him yeah. because they were frozen. So, like, maybe he's, like, some weird half mm. or undead kind mm. of thing. Well, I always wonder, like, whether the Night King is not trying to kill John but trying to communicate with him. Mm. Because like, they've met a bunch of times now. Yeah. And it's never been... And, like, and if it's Bran... Then it makes sense for yes. him. Yes, yeah. Oh, good point, um, bro. Yeah. There was something else. Oh, there's this cool theory that people had, um, where the Song of Fire and Ice could also refer to John fighting the White Walkers or the Whites, because the Whites of the undead brought back to life by these ice demons, essentially. Mm. And John and Beric, uh, these two undead guys, brought back by the Lord of Light. So it's like yeah. this Fire Clan versus Ice Clan. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, like, it's so ambiguous, there's so much. Yeah, there's like, still so much in six six episodes. There better be four-hour episodes or something. Yeah, like they've got to be long. Um, I mean, at the very least, like, do, like, hour 21s again. Because yeah. like, that hour 20 didn't drag. I was no. surprised how much yeah. they got, I was surprised how much yeah. they got in there, but I was like, it's going to be, like, every time like, something happened, I'm like, oh, that's the end of the episode. I'm like, still going. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, and possibly then on the biggest what-the-fuck moment. I think jaws were dropping, like, the around dra- the world. The with dragon. The, that dragon knocked down the wall, everyone was just like, yeah. yeah. Um, but also, oh, I completely forgot, like, shout out to Maisie Williams for that awesome scene when she was just, like, um, beating up um, Brienne. Yeah. And Julie. And you, oh, could see, yeah, yeah. You, you could see Sansa had no idea that she was this warrior. Now. And the little and fingers were yeah. terrified. And they were, and they were just yeah. like, yeah. they were like, who the hell is this? There was also um, something I saw online as well, because there's this character in the books um, who doesn't exist in the show, at least at this point. I, at this point, I don't think it's going to exist. Lady Stoneheart? Yes. And apparently, if you someone like literally slowed it down frame by frame, and there's one shot when they're doing the fight where you see just a hooded lady walk back like, through yeah. a courtyard or whatever, and like, oh, that could just be a nod to that, like she's watching over them, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah. I saw this funny little meme, this little cartoon, and it was like the Night King, and he had the dragon's wings, and he was cutting holes in the dragon's wing, and the old man, uh, White Walker, walks up to him, and he's like, what are you doing? Um, he's like, I'm making the dragon look more badass. <laughs> he's like, yeah, but it's, it's like, more badass! <laughs> and then he's like flying the dragon through yeah. like, all these holes in the wings <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, actually, let's say, let's go to this really quickly as well. I know that we've been talking about this. Now we have it talked about 40 minutes, but um, the CGI in this season has been incredible. Yeah, like, yeah literally... when I look back on that scene where Sean Bean got his head chopped off, I was like, oh. I don't remember, but like that bit where... That bit where John is stroking Drogon's face, like, yeah, and it's interesting because I went and saw the Inhumans the other night, um, which I'll talk about later, the review. But in that show, there's a CGI giant dog, and I was like, huh, it's weird how two weeks ago I literally watched a man interact with a dragon, a creature that doesn't exist. I was like, that looks real. Yeah. Like, this is the best CGI I've maybe ever seen. And then I went and saw a show with a giant dog in, in which I live with two dogs. They're real things. And I was like. Dragon looks more real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah no, it is. Fun. And like the battle um, where the uh, I forget 
the field of fire thing. Yes. yes. They, I mean, the dragons look so good coming into battle now. Mm. It's like, but even just like the or the CGI on all the white well, on the whites. Yeah. Oh my god! And fucking the hound throwing that thing. Yeah, throwing that nice goddamn stone. <laughs> yeah. What a dick! What an absolute yeah. dick! Although, and yeah, no, like all their jaws like dropping off and stuff like that. It looks amazing. Zombie polar bear. I, I did think yeah. it was funny that the amount of times uh, he dropped the C word in one episode. Yeah. I think it was the last episode. They used it a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, but he always uses it so well. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, even when they talk about naming swords. Like, that's, that's, that's the best I've ever heard. It's, it might be the best line in the show. Yeah. <laughs> there's one where he goes, um, he goes, a lot of... It's, it, like lots of people name their swords. It's like yeah, oh, loads yeah, of them. Lot of, yeah. Yeah, 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 loads of C's name their swords. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of C's. Cool. Well, um, I might leave you guys to talk mm. about the rest. That Sounds good. Going to Bedfordshire. Sounds good. Yes. That was our Game of Thrones minute, forty-five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, if it wasn't such a good show, we wouldn't have to talk about it as much. Yeah, yeah and we had a lot to catch up on because we haven't like yeah. recorded in so long together well I mean we didn't even I could literally go through episode by episode yeah and talk about it um but that was a good recap I think of yeah definitely predictions for next season so now spoilers are over until we start talking about something else to spoil yeah um I will see ya good night Tina's off to bed uh now I can pull up my notes we'll talk some news let I've got a lot of news yeah. as well a lot of DC news actually I think it's all yeah? It's almost all DC news. Um, let's talk about the fact that DC are now doing like a multiverse. Are they? Yeah, so I don't know if you heard, but Martin Scorsese is producing a Joker origin film. Yes, I, I actually did hear that. So he's producing it. Uh, Todd Phillips, director of Hangover, is directing <laughs> it. And Jared Leto is not back as the Joker in this. Yes, I heard rumours that it was going to be Leo. But then That's I'm what sure. they're saying, they're eyeing Leo. Now that being said... Um, Jared Leto is going to appear in Suicide Squad 2, Gotham City Sirens, and the Harley and Joker crime romance movie. Mm. So there's two Jokers in the universe now? Well, why not? Um, yeah, I'm not against any of these ideas, really. It just seems really strange that they keep... Like, they haven't got their universe off to a good start. Like, they've got... I would say three good movies. Like, Man of Steel, I, I quite like. Batman vs. Superman, I really like. And Wonder Woman, I love. And Suicide Squad is... is it's bit... worse. It's, it's the opposite to me of Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, it's funny. Because when we watched it the first time, we were really positive about it. I'm like, let's go watch it again. And the second time, like, maybe 20 minutes ago, I'm like, this is a bad idea. Yeah, like, yeah. And everyone pointed out the, the flaws into that point. And I watched the extended cut this year, because I'm like, surely we'll get what happened with Batman vs. Yeah. Superman. I'm, it added nothing. Mm. Yeah, it's... um. There's not much you can do about Cara Delevingne. Yeah, there's a there's a fan cut that I was trying to get my hands on because I've been on Reddit a lot lately, and someone recut the film. They took all the songs out. They just used the score. Yeah. They kind of rearranged some of the order. They put like certain scenes in black and white, and they kind of they changed it. And they're like, "Look, you can't make a better movie out like out of like you can only use the material you got. They was like, but I think this works better. And apparently it's amazing. Like people have seen them. Like, oh, awesome. But like I messaged the guy, I was like, hey send me the link. Like I'll I want to check it out and I'll like, you know, let people know and stuff. And he didn't get back to me. Uh, so I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um but yeah, apparently that's worth checking out. So I don't know. Mm. Um what else have we got? Um I think that's it for the weird Joker story. 
in other movie news, Joss Whedon has apparently... Uh, he's come in to direct Justice League, as we know. He's taken over. Apparently, he rewrote almost a third of the movie. Oh, really? Including the ending. The ending's been changed. I'm wondering if that would... Uh, then you'd think, well, is there problems with it? Or is it just a taste thing? And he's just like, well, if I'm here to do it, I'm going to... Apparently, they... Um, there was a lot of universe building stuff in it and they've taken a lot of that out so um, the end of the film was meant to reveal Darkseid who's kind of their version of Thanos Yeah. Um, even though he came before Thanos um, and Joss Whedon was like no nah, let's not do that let's focus on Steppenwolf like, he's the villain and we kind of don't spend enough time with him because we're building up to the other bad guy like we'll get to Darkseid let's <clears throat> focus on Steppenwolf and make him you know better there's also a lot of a lot more Wonder Woman stuff apparently going in, a lot more cyborg stuff. Mm. Like they're going over, giving him some more development, yeah. uh, and a lot of jokes and stuff as well. Which the last time we talked about putting jokes in was Suicide Squad. Yeah. But uh, I trust Joss Whedon. I think like it's probably going to be pretty good. Um, did you hear about James Cameron uh, having a go at Wonder Woman? Uh, I think I heard something, but I gotta be honest, I didn't follow it. He was very like critical of it. Um, he was like, you know, um, it's very easy to make a, a strong female character um, if you, or like make it appealing to people if you use a sexy girl. But you know, you should use a real woman. Like, and which to me is like, are you, what's the, who's the girl who plays um, Sarah Connor? Is it Linda? I can't remember her name. Whoever plays, I'm like, well, that's like a real like slam to her. Yeah. I thought she was attractive, like, but that wasn't why I liked, and that isn't why I liked Wonder Woman. Like, we did talk about how beautiful she is, but that's only because the plot, like, kind of beckons at a point. Mm. But I was, ne- I was just like, one thing I was like, she's badass, and apparently Patty Jen- Jenkins like responded was like, shut up, yeah, yeah. <laughs> essentially. Yeah, to me, oh, I, I, I just would agree with Patty Jenkins. I'd just be like, eh, James Cameron, great director, but just shut up. You know, yeah, you don't need a voice in this. Man. And he certainly hasn't like had a very good track record of late like so maybe I don't know yeah well he hasn't done anything for 10 years is Avatar, Avatar the last thing Avatar's like nearly 10 years old now so yeah it is still haven't seen it no. still boycotting that movie <laughs> yeah um the last bit of DC movie news is uh Shazam is about to enter produ- uh, pre-production that's the next movie they're doing after Aquaman mm-hmm. and apparently at this stage there's only one person in talk to play Shazam and that is John Cena which I'm not 100% on board with... Who's Shazam? He, like, what kind of character is um, So he's a... He's a weird one. Like, again, it's so weird they're doing these... Like, we're not seeing, like, you know, a Batman movie first, or another Superman movie, or a Flash movie. We're getting, like, Suicide Squad and Shazam. Shazam, the character is a little boy, Billy Batson, he's like an 11-year-old boy, and then, like, he encounters a wizard, so, like... And it's not, like, Harry Potter wizard. Like, he's kind of like a universal spectral wizard, and he imbues him with this power, and when he says the magic word Shazam... He turns into an adult man, mm. and he's a lot like Superman, but he has like lightning powers and magic and stuff. Um, and so, like John Cena does kind of look like him, but I don't know what his acting chops are up for. Mm. It. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you'd hope they would just cast someone who can't act, but yeah, <laughs> actually, they have a track record of doing that. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but again, it's all very early. Like, I don't know whether that's actually true or not. It's, <clears throat> I think, mainly speculation, but. I don't know. Mm. I don't care as much. I'm more interested in like you know dealing with the characters I really like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think this this uh, Justice League film, like that franchise, is on a knife edge. I don't know if it can take another hit, another like Suicide Squad. You know what I mean? I don't think. I don't think it's in as bad shape as everyone think. Like people are saying, like 
regardless of people's opinion of Batman vs Superman, it was one of the biggest films of the year, and it's not an awful movie. In fact, it's very similar to Civil War. It's just Civil War had the the background work done, like yeah. they'd done they'd done almost ten years worth of work building up to it. Whereas Batman vs Superman, they kind of just jumped into it because they wanted to launch their team, which is fair enough. But I don't think it's a bad film, and Wonder Woman I think is an excellent film, and I think it's also done a lot of goodwill for DC. Mm. And even Suicide Squad, which isn't a good movie, was one of the biggest films of the year yeah. last year. Um, hopefully Justice League isn't problematic. Hopefully, like, even with everything going on, it's... It, even if it's... Even if it's okay, I think that's better than it being a failure. I think as long as it's enjoyable enough. Yeah. Because um, there's, like, all these rumours about, like, Ben Affleck dropping out his Batman and all this stuff. Like, it's all... Yeah. There's, we talked a lot about he's it. He's in, and then he's out. And then... Yeah. I think he's gone. I think we're going to probably find out after Justice League that maybe he's done. Like, yeah, I wonder I, why. I'm sure it's not an issue of money. Well, I'll, apparently it was the studio who wanted to do it, and apparently it's because they think he's too old. Because yeah, like, well, why cast him? Why cast a 45 or whatever he is? Yeah, because you know? they'll, they by the time you know you get to the end of the Batman trilogy, that he's meant to be doing, he'll be like almost 60. But my thing is like, so yeah, like if he can do it, yeah, I mean, can't they do the? Um, Dark Knight Returns? Yeah. Well, there probably wouldn't be much point to do it at this point because they did a lot of that in Batman vs Superman. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, especially considering, like, Robert Downey Jr. is over 50 years old. Mark Ruffalo is over 50 years old. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Marvel have no problem with the age of the yeah. But I think it's more studious. I think Affleck wants to do it. But I think also a lot of it's just, like, the fans are a lot of the problem with it because everyone's like, oh, they didn't get this right. And, like, yeah. I think it's just, like, like, even at the start of the year, he was out promoting Live By Night, that movie he made, which unfortunately wasn't great. He's out trying to promote it, and everyone's just like, "Tell us more about Batman. What's yeah. going on?" And he's just like, "Leave me alone." Yeah. Like that guy, kind of, he had a really rough time in the two thousands with some of his movies. People kept giving him crap. He just slunk away, came back as a director, and did this awesome stuff. And now he's under the, like, the microscope again. So it's like, let the dude live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I can understand not wanting to do it, but I also, like, when he said that thing at Comic Con, where he's like, "I get to be Batman. That's like the best character in the world." I'm like, yeah, no matter how bad it goes, I think I'd still be okay with playing Batman. Yeah. So hopefully he sticks around, but I am a little bit worried that maybe his time might be done. I, I think he's great, to be honest, in that Yeah, he, I think he's the best part of the franchise. And with play Gal Gadot as a close second. Like, Yeah, I just think the way they've, like... The way he played it in um, Batman yeah. vs Superman... Jeez, it was so good. Like, Even in Suicide Squad, like, the only good thing in Suicide yeah. Squad is him, like, as Batman. Yeah. Um, do you know what they... Like, I don't care about like these three different Joker movies or four different Joker movies. Do you know, like, if you have to do a team-up movie, why don't we get, like, a Batman Wonder Woman film? Like, that'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't really do... I mean, they could do the trinity of, like, Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. That'd be cool as well. But, like, clearly, the two people everyone likes more than anyone is Ben Affleck as Batman and Gal Gadot as yeah. Wonder Woman. Do them in a team-up movie. Like, that'd be great. Well, hopefully we get some good scenes with them uh, in the Justice League because mm. they're, I think they're shaping up to be the leaders of yeah, the, definitely. You know, the organisers, at mm. least. So. Um, we were, I went to um, IMAX the other night to watch um, The Inhumans, I was saying before, and they had the Justice League trailer on the screen. That was my first time in IMAX, I think, since I was like, a child. Mm. Um, I never really go there for movies. And I was just like so psyched for just like the entire time. I was like, this is great. Like, even jokes I'd heard a million times. Like when he's, they're like, what's your power again? He's like, I'm rich. I was like, yeah. this is great yeah. in IMAX. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm still on board with DC. I think, I think Wonder Woman did a lot of goodwill. So provided Justice League is okay, I think we're going to be right. I think Aquaman is probably going to be pretty great. I think Aquaman, yeah. I think it's going to be kind of a sleeper. I, 
hit. I have never seen Jason Momoa. Other than Carl Drogo? No. Uh, yeah, yes. But, like, I've never really seen anything where he's, like, led. Uh, I'm not sure whether he can, can carry a film. You know what I mean? Like, he's gonna, it's a lot of work for... You've got to be, like... Galgado was perfect as Wonder Woman, so yeah. that movie didn't suffer at all. But well, like everything I've seen from <clears throat> the Justice League trailers, I think he's, I think I think he'll be all right. Like they're doing a very different version of Aquaman. Like in the books, you know, he's you know this prince torn between two worlds, and like he's trying to do everything right by everyone. He's like has this real kind of inner struggle. Hmm. But in this, he just seems like some surfer dude. Just like he yeah. just like loves being Aquaman. Yeah. So I think if they play in that, I think that'd be kind of cool. Like. And like, I think that's what DC needs. I think they need a few more fun films. Mm. Uh, I'm not saying like everything has to be like slapstick and you know, yeah, yeah. and wild. But like Wonder Woman was fun and dark at the same time. So I think and Suicide Squad was just too much. Like oh I think God, that film gives me a headache just thinking about the colors. I'm a lot less excited about rewatching the DC movies than the Marvel <laughs> yeah. movies, just because like. I like Man of Steel, but I watched it on the plane this year. I was like, wow, this is a long movie. Yeah, they're long and they're they're um. They're very self-important, aren't they? You know, yeah. They're not they're not, um, not light-hearted <laughs> at no. all. No. Um, but BVS, I, I have actually been really excited to watch BVS. I'm in the mood to watch it a lot. And I'm like, oh, I want to sit down and watch it again. Do you have the uh, the extended yeah. edition? Yeah. That that adds 10% to it as well. So. Yeah. Um, but I, again, every time I watch it, it gets better. But I also, I start to agree now. I think that while I like the casting of Jesse Eisenberg, I think just they got him a little bit wrong. Just this his tone and he's like... Well, he is Lex Luthor Jr. Mm. Um, so I think if they wanted to, if they were frustrated with... We talk, I think we talked about it a little bit on after Comic-Con. I think Tina and I talked about it a little bit because they're doing Flashpoint, mm. which essentially gives them a chance to kind of days of future past their timeline if they want to. So if they want to, they could bring... I mean, they don't do even a race, but they could bring Lex Sr. into the... Yeah. If they want to. But I think what we're going to see now is a very different version of Lex. I think his portrayal is going to be a lot different. I think he's been in prison for a while, and it, it sounds like he's going to interact with Steppenwolf a little bit. He's going yeah. to see the oncoming threat, and I think we're going to see a lot more, a bit more of a proactive, quick-thinking, less-quipping Lex Luthor. Because mm. like, that first picture they released him with the shaved head was menacing, so mm. I think he's got it in him. Like He's a great actor, I just think. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't so much... I liked how sadistic he was with the whole like kidnapping Martha and stuff like that, mm. and giving him that ultimatum, but... It was things like, oh, this is, might be a bit too specific for you to remember on the spot, but he did that speech at that library opening. Yeah, and he kept like... And he got all flustered, and he's like, no, what? Yeah, and I was and like, the red candy. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know. But do you know what? The more I think about it, because I didn't... I was one of the only people in the world, apparently, who didn't have a problem with this I dug it. And I'll tell you why I liked it. You have... That's what we didn't yeah. stop recording. You have... like We just talked about how like kind of harrowing and serious these films are. Like... I think Henry Cavill is a great Superman, but he's not the smiling Boy Scout, like, mm. good for you, oh, shucks kind of guy. Like, yeah. he's very brooding for Superman. Yeah. And then you have Aquas Batman, who is even more brooding. <laughs> yeah. Like, it is yeah. the darkest... Like, I don't think you could get darker than that Dark Knight trilogy, but his Batman is dark. Yeah. And so you need some wackiness and levity to come from somewhere. And even though it was a weird choice, I think having this creep... Like, having him do it, but in a creepy way, so it still fits the tone kind of works I think that's why it is that way mm. um, but obviously in Justice League we're seeing the crack and a few more jokes and stuff so yeah, hopefully yeah. we'll um, Lex can kind of become more formidable like I'm actually reading this book at the moment I'm reading this Justice League series where Lex has just joined the Justice League because he helped them like stop something 
and he's so menacing like he's so well written I was just like oh my god like I never cared about Lex Luthor but this portrayal is amazing yeah. so if they're doing more like that in the second take um yeah um and do we have a, a release date for Justice League yeah it's November 15th this year yeah it's this year November oh god I uh if you go to JB Hi-Fi and buy the specially marked ones two of them you get a free Justice League ticket I have one I'm getting two more oh that's so cool. you can come see it with us yeah I'll have three free tickets hopefully by uh next week maybe. yeah that'd be awesome yeah I mean I'll definitely be keen to see it so um and a little bit more news a little bit more DC news um they're doing this Teen Titans TV show um which I think we talked about briefly mm. uh it's just not gonna be on the TV or something like on their app or whatever um, they've cast uh, Dick Grayson, uh, Brenton Thwaites. I think he's the boy from The Giver. Um, I'll, uh, I'll pull him up. Giver. Um, hang on. He was. Oh, hang on. No, he wasn't. Stupidest title for a. Film. Yeah, he wasn't The Giver. He was also in Maleficent. He was in Pirates this year. Gods of Egypt. He's an Australian actor. This guy, you recognise him from stuff? Uh, not quite. Uh, anyway, he's going to play Dick Grayson. I don't know whether he's going to be Robin or Nightwing, but that's cool. Yeah. Uh, and they also cast this actress, Anna Diop. I haven't seen her in anything that I've, I know, but she's going to play Starfire. So this Teen Titans show has their two main players, which is awesome. Like Those are two cool, cool characters. Um, that is all my DC news. I have some Marvel news, not much, uh, with, um, Defenders all over. Daredevil season three is about to start shooting. Yep. And they're going to adapt the Born Again storyline, which is this really cool comic book storyline, essentially where, uh, in the book, Karen Page is not a kind of keen go-getting reporter like she's in the show. She's mm. actually like an ex-porn star slash drug addict. Yeah. And in a moment of weakness, like trying to get trying to score like, a hit or whatever, um, she reveals the identity of Daredevil and it makes her way to Kingpin and like he just ruins his life. Like mm. it's crazy. And then he has to come back and um, and like find it with himself to become that hero again. And then I think Bullseye kills Karen or kills Elektra or something. But Bullseye's in the story, so we're gonna get Bullseye finally, hopefully. Mm. So Oh cool. Um, I oh we'll get to the defenders. Mm. Uh, and my last Bit of news. Star Wars is maybe in trouble again. Oh, I heard. Uh, Colin Trevorrow, who directed Jurassic World, was meant to direct uh, Star Wars Episode Nine. Not happening. Don't know why. I didn't read the article. That was enough for no, me. But... I flicked through the article. I, I don't think there was any, like... I just don't think... I think he stepped away from that. Yeah. Um, you know what? Not that upsetting to me. Because no. I didn't love that film. And I understand that you can't just... A director's not the sole product of his previous film, so mm. it's not like you could equate the enjoyment of that you got to get from Star Wars from you know because I, I didn't love Jurassic World or mm. was that what was it called Jurassic World. Mm. Um, I enjoyed it. I didn't love it, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, and I didn't think it deserved as much hate as it got. Yeah, yeah it was just a bit nothingy for me. But but you know what? I'm sure they, I think they can do better. You know, mm. what? even if they have to throw it's it's Disney slash Lucasfilm, they can afford anyone. They should get Spielberg. Oh, that'd be awesome. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. They should. Like, they got Ron Howard <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. to finish off the Han Solo movie. Just get Spielberg. Yeah, just get someone. Or, or... I mean, after that trailer for Ready Player One, I think he's back. Like, um, Yeah, like, I just think even a duo, get, like, Spielberg in to do the majority of it and get some, get some new young person who understands, like... Who, um, let's, let's think. Or, you know, keep Ryan Johnson on or whatever, you know? Yeah, he, like, that new movie looks great. Mm. I'm so excited for it. 
Um, so look, I'm not. That's not. As well, like John Favreau, like he'd be a good director. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I could think of heaps. Or someone you get someone to really make it gritty. Get like um, I don't know what. Uh, <coughs> who directed um, you know, Fight Club and stuff like that. Oh, David Fincher. David Fincher. Something like that. <laughs> really dark. Yeah, you get like a really like gritty version. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's plenty of places they can go. <laughs> you know. Obviously, that's fanciful, but you know, like. It's Star Wars. Uh, I'd be more worried about the uh, changes that you know, like uh, in the DC world, than mm. than Star Wars. Because yeah, like, what they're not going to cancel Star Wars, are they? Yeah, exactly. Like, um, uh, yeah, that is it for my news. I have a little bit of in-house news. Yes. Um, first of all, uh, we keep teasing the idea that we're going to get a guest on the show one day. Tina is working on it. Um, a bit of a celebrity guest. Yeah. Um, can't reveal yet because it hasn't been locked in. But I think once production's over, we're going to try and get the ball rolling on that because that'd be cool. Uh, and the other thing is, uh, I mentioned to Tina... Is it Michael Caine? Yes. Uh, he's going to blow the bloody doors off. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, last year we did a Christmas episode, which I thought was pretty fun. Um, but I was saying to Tina, this year what I'd like to try and do is record it early, not after, Christ- after New Year's. Um, and I'd like to try and do a charity episode. So I'll kind of test the waters and see if we can get a few more people in and we'll do like a big game show episode yeah that'd be cool and we'll do teams and stuff and um, we'll instead of putting up on iTunes like normal we'll put it up on Bandcamp which is a place where a lot of artists go to sell the things but we'll just put all the proceeds to like I don't know like a charity of our choice I was thinking at the Royal Children's Hospital but something like we'll find something Um, I think that'd be kind of cool just like I don't know we'll do that and like everyone who participates has like you know chip in as well yeah great idea but um, we'll do like a big extravaganza and like hopefully we can get yeah, some cool guests on and we'll do like a big two hour, well that's, that's kind of normal for us, three hour episode. Yeah, I could, maybe I'll try and bring Mr. James Carman. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've been thinking about a few things, a few different like games and stuff to play. Like I'll extend, like remember how we did the the game where I was like, guess the real Christmas plot line or whatever yeah. and I made a bunch up. Yeah. So I'll do stuff like that. We'll bring the debate back in the, fight, the movie Fight Club, but yeah. I'll do them geared towards certain people. Like, I want to get Graz in. I want to get him to, like, compete. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, something that we've been kicking around. So we might... Uh, yeah, nice idea. Do that. Do a big Christmas episode. Um, I also think that this year when we do our end-of-year recap, we might have to extend our top five movies of the year to top ten because I've got a lot of movies I like this year. I won't have any problems being <laughs> just getting five. I've only seen, like, what was mine? 30-something? 30-something, yeah. I hit, yeah, I just hit 237. So. Yeah, yeah. But there's been a lot of stuff I like, like... It, like not including the superheroes, it's only like indie films that I've seen. I'm like, oh my god, there's yeah. so much good stuff. Um, should we get reviews? into some reviews? Yeah, yeah. well, let's. Uh, I can cross maybe... Game of Thrones off because we've seen that. Yeah, I could go to start crossing some stuff off. Well, let me let me structure this little segment here because I just want to have a quick run through of a couple of things um, that we both saw, and you have talked about them um, while while I was away. Actually, you know, before we do it, we'll take a quick little break, and then we'll. Yeah, yeah, come back. Sorry. That's okay. All right, we're back. Sorry about that. Um, no, that's okay. So we're going to do some reviews, but you want to talk about stuff that we missed over. Well, yeah, no, just break. we'll just quickly flick through a couple that I know we had differing views on. Yeah, I think I, I think I read all your reviews on the episodes. I can't remember. Like, I don't know if you got mine for Dunkirk. Dunkirk. I, I know I had it there, but yeah, the last few times like we didn't record at the table, recorded on the couch. We're just yeah. kind of chilling out. Yeah, uh, and we were very Thrones focused. Yeah, um, no, so. that's fine. Um, well, let's start. The first movie I saw in the States uh, was Baby Driver. Which I really enjoyed. I thought um, there was a couple of things I, I just didn't love about it. Yeah. And I thought that the whole, like, 
Jamie Foxx to me didn't need to be in that film. I can't see what he added. I mean, I think I came out to be pretty op- pretty openly about the fact that I'm not a Jamie Foxx fan. Yeah. Uh, but I did think it was his most realistic performance. Yeah. I was like, look, I didn't need him in there, but I at least he was doing something. I just thought, like, you know, um, John Hamm turned out to be really good. Yeah, I mean, he's great in everything, really. Yeah, but he's so... Like, I've never seen him play a villain as yeah. such. Like, not in that way, and he's so uh, good. But but also, like, the, he so much, brings so much comedy to the role, comedy to the role yeah. as well, do you think? Um, but yeah, I just thought that as the movie progressed, I just thought, this is just a bit messy. Like, okay. it's barely... It was pretty short, and there was not much in the way of character development for, for me. It just sort of, like, went straight into the yeah. movie, right? Um, like, we didn't get backstory, really. We just got, like, thrust in there, which I'm totally fine with. Mm. But then, to me, like, give us the 10 or 15 minutes that um, Jamie Foxx was the focus. Could I could have done without that. Yeah. And just, like, give us that extra 10 minutes on developing Baby or... You know, um, I f- can't remember the, the girl's name, but uh, Lily James, her character. Yeah, um, Deborah. Uh, yeah. You know, I thought she was a little underused, maybe. Um, we did talk about that, I think, in our review, and I was saying, like, it felt like a real nod to the old, like, mm. not necessarily action movie, but the old, like, kind of male-led um, damsel in distress movie. And, like, it wasn't even damsel, because I don't think she's damsel in distress, but she was just the girl, and that's yeah, what she'd yeah. be. And I didn't feel that I was like it's weird. Like I watched, it, I didn't feel like there was anything wrong with it. Like sometimes I'm kind of like I oh, use them better, but I felt like she was that role was fine. I was happy with that role to be in there, but I do see like she could have had more to do as well. Yeah, um, and I'm not looking for it to be, you know, that wasn't a comment on like the way females are used in film in 2017, no. but it was more that just unfortunately like, that conversation happens a lot these yeah. days. You know, I just thought like you know she she could have had more to do. Yeah, definitely. Like she didn't kick as much ass as say. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, which isn't actually a great movie, but she got a lot to do in that. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, um, but, and also I just thought that the 360 that Kevin Spacey's, or 180, sorry. Yeah. 360. <laughs> he was on a state skateboard. Yeah. Just, <laughs> the, the 180 his character did, I just thought it came out of nowhere. Like, there was there was literally no signs that he was this, any sort of fatherly figure to Baby. I mean, he was a bastard, really. Yeah, I, um... I'm trying to think. I don't have... I think it was more... No, you know, I disagree a little bit because there was a lot... Like, all that stuff when um, they make fun of Baby during the plans, like, not listening or whatever. Mm. And there's, like I said, like, he he keeps, like, sticking up for him, vouching for him and stuff. And I think also he knew how bad John Hamm's character was. So it wasn't even necessarily like, I love you, my boy, I'm going to protect you. But he's like, I know how bad that guy gets. And no matter what you did, it's not as bad as what he's going to do, so yeah. let's get out. Um, but I did think Spacey crushed it. I think it was great in it. Like, yeah, he's just amazing. I've got to start watching House of Cards. Yeah, please do, so we can talk about that. Once I finish my 365 movies, I'm going to get like I'm going to dive headfirst into TV. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, but th- those are my, they're minor complaints. I, mm. I mean, Edgar Wright, I think maybe I you would have read this out, but he's cl- I really enjoyed his, the editing again that goes into his films yeah people so complain good. about it they're like oh it's not Edgar Wright editing I'm like that's definitely Edgar yeah. Wright editing just because it didn't cut to a shoelace or a toilet flush doesn't yeah. mean it's not like it was still used very like the cutting it to the music yeah was genius and like I loved the opening credits with like all the different words and stuff in the yeah, background yeah like it's such a simple trick but yeah. like really works so I I disagree entirely and apparently do you know in one of the bank robberies where he starts the song a second time. You know how he's like, I'm going to start Yeah, again. yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently the reason they did that is because in the original w- timing of the shot, the song wasn't long enough. Oh, yeah. So they made, the, so they put that in, oh, so like, cool. it fit the timeline. Yeah, that's cool yeah. a little bit. Um, 
and yeah, I think my big one of my biggest things that I took away from I think I said in my last review as well was it's not so much that this is a great film. I think it's real. I think it's very good, like very cool, like a very cool movie. Mm. But it sets up everything's going to happen next for Edgar Wright. Like mm. the scope of this film is larger than anything he's done before, yeah. and giving him a much larger canvas, I think, is only a good thing. Yeah. Um, it'd be cool to see what he can do yeah. now that we know he can shoot in the like because everything else he does has been always been well, very, very provincial, you know, like it's very, well, country they, town or a London pub, you yeah, know, or like, even like Scott Pilgrim, which is just on stages the whole time. Mm. Like it's always a very small production. Yeah. But this, I was like, all right, like now I want to see. Like he'd go on to be like one of the great action directors. Mm. Like he could like have like a Richard Donner career. Like you know how like Richard Donner like Superman and Lethal Weapon and mm. stuff. Like he could easily do something like that. I don't think he will. I think he'll just keep making Edgar Wright films. But yeah. Um, um, but um, no, no, apart from that, I thought it was really fantastic. I love the soundtrack. Um, I was actually going to rate it. You guys actually had, had a go because I just gave it a score. I didn't actually say what I rated it out of. Oh, did we? I can't yeah. even remember. And I, I, what I should have said was, I can't even remember what I gave it up. I think it was like six and a half. Yeah, something like that. I, I maybe ran up to about seven mm. now. Um, seven clearly empty coffee cups, which he's carrying <laughs> at the start. I've never seen more prop cups, like empty yeah, prop cups. Yeah, Tina mentioned that as well, I think, at one point. Yeah. Um, what else you got for me? Um, okay, so the other thing... Did you watch Spider-Man yet? Yes. Okay. Um, I didn't think we'd need to run over that too much because I just say I loved it. Yeah. Because um, Tina gave it... A, that was Tina's 10. That was like... Yeah. A, I, I'd give it an 8.5 to yeah, 9. Yeah, I think I gave it a 9. Like, Tina loved it. Yeah. She, like... Well, she gave it a high... Like, I think I tend to give the highest scores yeah. when we watch stuff. I'm very generous with my scores. Like, even my bad scores are kind of higher than they should be. Yeah. It was so funny seeing that, actually. Um... Saw it towards the end of my time in the US, mm. and it really mirrored my. So he's all over New York in the yeah. start, and then he's on the Staten Island ferry, which I went on. Yeah, it was the one that gets cut in half. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end, they crash land on Coney Island, which I went to. Mm. The girl, uh, MJ, or her family. Oh no, it's not MJ. Sorry, the, um, the, uh, um, the daughter of. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember her name. Uh, Liz. Yeah, they moved to Portland, which I was in when I was seeing the film, <laughs> and. And they also went on a field trip to the Washington Monument, which I also went and visited. So you see, you are Spider Man. Yeah, that's saying. basically what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, we don't have to talk about it. I couldn't remember if you'd seen it or not. Yeah, we haven't spoken um, about but, it. No, that was great. Um, Dunkirk was the other one, which I I got the feeling you didn't love. Yeah, and I I think I try to be very diplomatic about it because I was like, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a bad film at all. I think it's a stunning film visually. It, it's wonderful. I think the sound editing is amazing. Like those crowd sequences are so good. Mm. But for me, it was just like there wasn't a lot of substance to it. Like, it was a very good-looking movie, and it was more, less of a movie, more of an experience. Yeah, and I think it was almost almost a historical document rather yeah. than an entertainment because, piece. Because, and I, I understand that, and I respect that, but at the same time, for me, like, if I want to watch a movie, for me, it, it's all about escape. Like, whether, you know, I get heartbroken and cry during the film or I'm laughing my head off, like, it's always about latching on con- and connecting. Mm. And because there was no character arcs or character development and I understand he wants to be as realistic as possible like Saving Private Ryan's about World War 2 but it's like those characters didn't really exist mm. I, I don't think yeah um, Second Glorious Bastards is about World War 2 but it's not historically accurate mm. at all but it's the fiction that I latch onto and I think that maybe that's where I had the problem yeah. like I think I wouldn't dare try and put words in the great man's mouth mm. but I wonder if what he was going for I mean, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but do we even really hear names that often? I mean, I don't even know. No. I couldn't tell you the main the, 
the mainish character's name. No. And I'm I'm wondering whether that was an attempt to to be like, you know what, this is the atrocities of war. Mm. It could happen to anyone. Yeah. It's not it's not friends going off to war, it's just young men who have been fought stuck together in this horrific situation mm. and and that's I, I wonder if that was maybe a, a device they were using but yeah I think I get I think I still gave it a seven and that was because I had to I was like I have to be um I've got to kind of remove myself from it, yeah. my opinion from it because I mean I know what we do tend to do is give our opinions but I think our opinions are very informed of what we're watching I think like I had to be like look as much as I kind of found it a bit boring it's still, like, a technical wonder. But, like, again, I get so frustrated when people... Like, and Nolan does it all the time. Like, he puts Tom Hardy and then covers his face. Yeah. I'm like, I just want to hear him speak. Yeah. Like, it, it, I found it very hard to understand. And maybe that was part of it. It's meant to be kind of so, like, um, disorienting because that's yeah. what war is. And also, I had a real big problem with the time. See, I, I didn't mind that. I quite, it, You know what? I didn't actually... I, I came into the thing a little late because mm. I saw it in IMAX in Washington yeah. and there was no trailers. So I'm like... I, bought my ticket and I went and like used the restroom or whatever and then I just strolled in at, you know like 11.02 or something like that and I think I just came in as the screen was saying like one day okay. whatever one week and you know yeah. so it took me a little bit of time to be like oh hang on why is uh, why is uh, like um, what's his name uh, what's his name, his name? Cillian Murphy yeah I'm like wait why is he in two places and I'm like oh sorry that's what's happening you know yeah. what I mean? um but yeah, I um, I thought it was a pretty good plot device, actually. Yeah, I think I, I don't know. Like maybe I wasn't in the right mood, but like I went out of the house, I went to the cinema. Like I did everything right. And I, yeah. I, I, I just don't know. Like it maybe it's just not for me. I've and I've said like on record, I'm like I'll watch it again. I'll give it a second chance because maybe it wasn't like maybe it needs a second viewing for me to appreciate it. Like mm. there have been a lot of films recently where I'm like it needs a second viewing. Um, and I'm not a Nolan hater, even though people think I am. Like, I literally bought Interstellar like a couple of weeks ago. I haven't watched it yet. But if I own it, I will watch it. Yeah. Like so, it's there. Like I physically own it. And I'm going to give it a chance. Um, and I've liked all of Nolan's films. Like I, I love The Prestige. I think mm. The Prestige is one of his you know, one of the most underrated films of all time. Um, but yeah, so Dunkirk, I didn't hate. I just it wasn't for me. Yeah, which I don't think it's a bad thing. Like not every right. film is for everyone. Not at all. And you know, like I, you know, I think maybe I put this in my review as like it's. I, I wouldn't put it in like the top three films of his. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's probably low, quite low down. Mm. Um. Probably for the same, I, I probably didn't love it for the same reason you didn't like it that much. Is that like, you know, I think it's just human nature. You want to see that like a connection between people on screen mm. or some stakes, or even you want to connect with one person. Like mm. that's why these like even like biopics, you yeah. tend to connect with the person in the biopic mm. um, because it's not about one person. It's kind of yeah, it's yeah. I don't know, um, but I, you know, I think I would have given it eight, eight and a half. Something yeah. like that, so still good but um, yeah and that's a, a low Nolan score is yeah, it an yeah. eight, eight and a half <laughs> um, and then that's all that we both saw so now we're just on to like general reviews so did you want to kick look, one off or do you want me to go let's have a look um, yeah I um, we reviewed Game of Thrones uh, I watched Baywatch the other day yeah it is fine <laughs> yeah it's I, it's not I don't think it's the disaster everyone said it was okay I think it has like a 5.5 on IMDb. I might bump up to a 6 maybe. Like, it's... I think it's fun. I had to keep defining that for people because like, they're like, yeah, but it's so bad. I'm like, yeah, like, I didn't say it was good. I said it was fun. Like, I think The Rock's entertaining. Um, I think Zac Efron's... I, I think everyone's pretty entertaining in it. They did this really interesting thing and I was kind of like, good on them. 
Like, this is a film that could have taken the easy way out. But they have chi- like girls just like scantily clad the entire film. You do not see a nipple in this movie. Mm. Like you never see a naked woman. You see a naked dude. <laughs> Oscar from the office gets naked, but you don't see any naked legs. I was like, good on them. I think like that's you know, yeah, like that's kind of cool. And also like one of their main guys is like a chubby dude, and he's not like the butt of like it's never like a point of humor. Like oh look at the fatty run yeah. whatever. Like he gets made fun of in other areas and stuff. But like I was like this is kind of. I want to use the word subversive. That seems a little bit too yeah. too generous. But I was like, they could have like taken so many like pot shots, and they kind of did things that I didn't expect from that movie. So like, it's it's fine. Like if you, I mean, it's long. It's two hours. Yeah. Um, but um, I think it's I think it's fun. Like I'd actually always planned to see this. I probably was never going to see it at the cinema, but um, I just assumed that they were going to give it the the twenty one Jump Street treatment. It's not as good as that. Uh, unfortunately, um, but I think it could have been, and I think if they do a sequel, they could do that. I just think some of the jokes just don't land, and the story is a little bit crazy. Like, because yeah. it's about lifeguards who essentially like go into murder investigation and drug dealing and stuff. Like, it's 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 bonkers. Yeah, but uh, it's it's totally fun. I just think yeah, it just it misses the mark a little bit. It, it was enjoyable. I'd give it like six. I think this six fridge lifts. <laughs> All right. Fridge lifts, and that's intriguing. Like people, are like, what does that mean? Yeah, I assume Dwayne Johnson is lifting fridges because he's really strong. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> uh, uh, not just Dwayne Johnson, though. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but it's fine. So I don't really need to say a whole lot about it. But... Yeah. Um, I'll go on to the most boring film I saw overseas. Okay. Which I saw at the cinema, and yeah. Matt, uh, who I was travelling with, actually fell asleep during this film. Okay. I didn't fall asleep, but I did. My patience was tested. It was yeah. the Beguiled. Okay, what's that? So that's uh, Nicole Kidman, uh, Kirsten Dunst, or is it Kristen Dunst? Kirsten, Kirsten. Dunst. This is sound like a stellar cast. Uh, Colin Farrell. Okay. Um, Elle Fanning. Elle Fanning. Who I'm not a fan of. Well, they are. It's set in the Civil War era America in the South. Okay. And they are. Sophia Coppola directed it. And. Um, it's not a convent. It's very religious, but it's yeah. It's just like it's Nicole Kidman is running this household, a very religious household. It's like almost like a boarding school for girls. Um, it's quite. There's about five or six of them there. So Kirsten Dunst is like her second in command, and then then Elle Fanning is the oldest of the the, the young girls, and they mm. get this progressively younger to children. And the youngest one is out picking mushrooms, and she finds Colin Farrell wounded. Okay. Uh, he's a he's a um, Confederate soldier. Colin Farrell, I think, notoriously very hit hit or miss. I think he's underrated. I think he's actually really like. Great there actor. are definitely like I loved him in Save Mr. Banks. Like he made mm. me cry so much yeah. in that film. But then, and also uh, in Bruges, like wonderful. Bruges, yeah. But then there's definitely stuff from like uh, like I don't know like maybe well, these early stuff like the SWAT era Colin Farrell when mm. they just. It was the mid two thousands? They were just like, oh, who can we get? Which hunk can we get? You know, that's I mean? true. Actually, when I think about it, all of his more recent stuff, I have liked him in. If I've seen him in something recent, I have liked him. Like, yeah. Even the Lobster, which is a crazy movie, and I don't know if I like it or not. He's good in it. Yeah, review that. You might have already, but just do it a little bit. The Lobster, yeah, but like after I do. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so they take him in, and they all become infatuated with him. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't seen him. Oh, yes, the hunk from SWAT. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> famously in, in that time period. Um, and I mean, I'll try and keep it spoiler free. Yeah. Anyway, so he's 
injured and he's bedridden, so the power is with them, but then that flips at one point, he gets his hands on a gun, and um, and basically he sort of plays them against each other. Okay. Uh, and they go to crazier and crazier lengths to impress him, and um, it ends... The ending is a shock... It's, it's a shocking ending. It's a little brutal, and you just wouldn't... It just The film just ends, you know? Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, I definitely wouldn't remember this is not a film you need to see at the cinema yeah probably too late anyway I saw it a few months ago now but check it out it's but it's slow yeah and it's it's paced like a snail yeah and you'll quite often wonder where the hell is this going yeah but the ending is crazy well you definitely didn't sell me on Kirsten Dunst Nicole Kidman and Elle Fanning who was the other one? Uh, Colin Farrell oh I said there's another girl there but those, yeah, I'm not a fan of any of those women, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, check it out. Um, what I would say though is, what's the passion in that recommendation? Either don't watch it or go to the end. I really don't think don't watch half an hour and then yeah. stop because you're bound to be bored by the first half an hour. Yeah, or maybe not the first half an hour, but like the middle, like the middle third of the film. It is, just dips. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, six out of ten. Any particular items or uh, six six swats. poisonous mushrooms? Okay, ten. six swats. Yeah, <laughs> six uh, leg stumps <laughs> or dead legs that get thrown out. <laughs> Either way, um, so yeah. that's the beguiled. Okay, yeah, I'm not a big fan of Elle Fanning. Like they, I think a few months ago they announced that she was in the running to play Batgirl. I'm like, please don't like. Uh, what's she been in? I don't uh, know. She's in Neon Demon, which is not a good movie. Oh, yeah, that was a crazy... What's his name? The guy had to drive, I Nicholas think. Nicholas Winding Refn. Yeah. It's just a weird... Uh, it's not even a bad film, it's just... It's, yeah. It's tough. And I just... I find her very... Boring? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think her... I think Dakota's got, like, some real chops. I think she's, like, very engaged or whatever. But I feel like, she, like her sister just does... Very kind of monotone performances. Like, mm. it's very kind of standoffish. I'm just like... I just feel like she doesn't want to be there whenever I watch her. I'm yeah. like, if you don't want to be there, like, let someone else act. Yeah. Um, you'd have to do it just because your sister did it. I don't know. Um, uh, the Lobster is is bizarre. It's... Do you, have you seen it? Or? No, but the trailers look mental. So basically what... What's the idea? If you're single, you get turned into a... No, so what it is, is like, it's in this weird society where... If you can't find someone to couple with, um, you go to this retreat and they try to match you up. But if by the end of it you haven't been matched up, you get turned into the animal of your choice. Um, I think it's like for population control or whatever. Yeah. And it's it's so it's 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 slow and it's not. It's kind of hard to explain. Like it's everything is very a matter of fact the way it's delivered and spoken or whatever like it's it's very staccato in the performances mm. and whatnot uh and like at one point like one guy like tries to finds out that some girl likes i can't remember what it was i think she liked it when uh people like had shakes so he would do things to make himself shake or whatever like it's so weird and the last third of the film just goes off the reservation i can't even like explain i'll probably watch it so no spoilers if no 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 it's just it's weird, like, it's, I can't, yeah, it's, it's so strange, I can't even kind of, like, explain it. You know, it actually sounds, just from your description, it kind of sounds, like, weirdly similar to, um, 
to that film, um, oh my god, it's going to kill me now. I'm terrible like remembering film names. Who's in it? Dane DeHaan. Oh, um, The Cure, Cure for, Cure for wellness. wellness. Thank you, yeah. Um, Did you see that yet? Yeah, I saw it in cinemas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, I didn't um, really like it. Yeah, um, you know how he goes... I actually think I reviewed it on Instagram the other night as well. So we're putting out my like little yeah. collages every night. Um, yeah, he, uh, you know, he goes to this retreat... And mm. then the last third of that again goes a bit. Insane. I I will say this: I love the last third, like that last bit, like underneath the house. Yeah, is great, but it takes an hour and I think it takes two hours to get there, and it's not really worth the wait. Yeah, okay, I but, like that, but uh, that's fair enough. I do but, like that ending. Yeah, I just wish they had to cut that whole business subplot out of it. Yeah, it's so unnecessary. Um, yeah, sorry. So, lobster man. Um, yeah, it, it like it's definitely you won't forget it. I think it's very memorable, but it's not it's not mainstream. Like if you it's just be, be prepared to be uncomfortable and find it weird and stuff. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough. Um, so I, I mentioned a couple of times now I'll review something, and then we'll get into our dual reviews. Yeah, uh, I went to IMAX to watch The Inhumans. Yep, uh, which is the new Marvel TV show coming to TV soon. I think um, it's been kind of shrouded in controversy because people didn't really like the costumes or the hair. And makeup and stuff in the original promo images. Yeah. Um, and I can safely say this is the worst thing Marvel has made. Oh, really? It's 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 tough. Like, it's I don't think it's I don't think it's bad. I just think it's a bad idea. Like, I think I, I like the Inhumans quite a bit in the comics, but I think it's far too ambitious an idea to do as a TV show on free to wear TV. Yeah. Like I've like one of the problems that I had with. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I've only watched one season so I'm like well this is very clearly a low budget TV show and it looks like and it's just kind of like story of the week kind of stuff I like yeah. my stuff to kind of yeah inter- I'm exactly the same and I think this will interconnect as well um, because it's this ongoing story about like them having to leave their kingdom and then you know being split up and then having to come together again um, I think the main three actors are very good, like Ansel, Anson or Ansel, I think it's Ansel Mount, who plays Black Bolt, is very good. Considering he has to play a silent character, uh, does a very good job. I think the girl who plays Medusa is pretty good. She does suffer from terrible costume and wigs, mm-hmm. but I think she's very good. And then... Uh, Ramsey Bolton. Yeah, I wouldn't even try and pronounce his real name. Ew, As, is it Ewan? Ewan? Maybe Ewan? Maybe it's like pronounced... <clears throat> I, I, I always thought it was Ewan. But I was, like, the nerd that I am, I was listening to Game of Thrones cast commentary. Yeah. And um, Sophie Turner said, like, Ewan or something. Ewan. Uh, like, I, so I, yeah. I think, yeah, but anyway. And he's really good as well. So, and, like, unsus- not surprisingly, like, he's very good. But it's just bogged down in terrible CGI, um, terrible, terrible costumes. And, like, just, you can tell it was rushed. Because basically what happened was, if, if people don't know the story of how Inhumans came to be a TV show, so suddenly... Basically, about two months ago, IMAX announced to Disney, um, hey, we've got a slot in September. Like, every like month, they do, like, I guess, like a feature, mm. kind of like a special presentation. Like, we've got a month. Is there anything in the pipeline you'd like to present in IMAX? And they're like, well, we were going to put it off, but hey, we could play make Inhumans in two months. And you can tell they tried to make it in two months because yeah, it just doesn't look good. Like, the co- like, it doesn't fit into the world of Marvel. Like, even Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I have had some problems with, just on a visual standpoint, still feels like it's part of that universe. Mm. Like this, they didn't get like even if you watch like the Netflix series, especially Daredevil, 
the guy who designed the Daredevil suit is the guy who designed Thor's outfit and Iron Man's outfit and like it all feels part of the Captain Universe I think they got like a 10th grader to design the costumes in this because it's just that's not good yeah like it looks like it feels like we've stepped back into like X-Men the first movie yeah like it's, the, it's got a Fantastic Four feel about it like there's a better wig in Fantastic Four than in this movie oh no um and the CGI is just not very good I know we should lower expectations for these types of shows but it's just like if you can't make a dog look good yeah when dogs exist like you could have like I saw you saw the behind the scenes stuff like they had like this big like green dog they were going to use for CGI like you could have easily just shot footage of a dog and <laughs> made, enlarged it and that probably would have been better like yeah. especially when we're seeing dragons um I think the story is interesting and the characters are good I just think and I'll stick with it. I'll give the whole season a go. It's only eight episodes. So mm. I'll give it a go. Um, but it's just... I think they would have been much better off doing an Inhumans movie. Mm. Like, I mean... And if they're worried about, like, oh, people don't know what it is. Like, you did Guardians twice. Yeah. And people loved it. And it made millions of dollars. So you could do Inhumans properly. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think we're going to get that now. But... Um, and then, like, one other... Like, one thing that bugged me is, like, as bad as the costumes are, at least they were in costumes that kind of look like the, the comics. Mm. Then at one point, like, Black Bolt just goes to a suit store and just buys a suit and wears that for the rest of the episode. I'm like, I'm like, no, like, I know the costume was bad, but at least it looked like the comics. And now he's not even, like, now he's not even trying. Like, yeah. um, there are a couple of cool little moments, like, when Medusa uses her hair to, like, fight people and stuff. Mm. Uh, and when Black Bolt, like, because, I don't know if you know, I'm, I'm guessing maybe not because it's kind of a lesser known character, but uh, Black Bolt's power is that he has basically the voice of God. Like, if he opens his mouth and speaks, like, it can kill people. Like, mm. And you see two scenes in it. So spoilers, anyone who wanted to watch Inhumans, but it's not really spoilers. They show a flashback of him, uh, his parents like yelling at him, and he yells at them back just to, and just obliterates them. Mm. Like they just turn into like ash, like against the wall. And then at another point, like he gasps when he's on Earth, and he flips the police car or whatever. Those are really cool scenes. Mm. It's just unfortunately not enough, I think, to make the show work. Um, and. They just spent no time trying to find extras. Like, the dialogue... Like, dialogue is bad, but bad dialogue can be done well through good actors. Like, if bad actors are doing it, it's just not yeah. good. Um, and I say this as someone who put down $36 to go to the movies to watch it. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. it's not like I downloaded it. Um, or not like I saw it on TV. Like, I went out of my way. I took a night off. Spent hard-earned dollars to go and see this. And unfortunately, it's just... It just feels like you. It stinks of being rushed into Rush, production. Yeah, that's a shame, isn't it? And I mean, on some level, it's it's like you want to be like, well, come on, Marvel. What do you you know? You you're better than this. But then I also think like, well, they're allowed one. Yeah, like I mean, I definitely didn't see the, understand the hate that Iron Fist got. Like I can see the problems that people saw, but it was never enough for me to be like, well, this is a bad Marvel show. Mm. Like, it's maybe the story wasn't as tight, and maybe some of the fights, especially the earlier ones, weren't as well choreographed. Well, I don't think Finn Jones can can do the stunts. Yeah. I noticed well, a lot of... Well, he trained a lot more for Defenders, and you can tell the difference. Mm. Um, we'll get into that in a sec. Um, well, you bet we will. Yeah, but people also, like, criticise him as an actor, but I was like, he's, I don't think he's a bad actor at all. Like, he's he fine. kills it on Thrones. Yeah. I think, like, again, like, it's just... And like, I think Iron Fist was rushed a little bit as well. Interesting enough, the guy who was the showrunner on Iron Fist is also the showrunner on Inhumans. Ah. This guy, Scott Buck. So there's a stench around Scott Buck, is there? Yeah, he also is the guy who took over Dexter after season four. So 
Have you did you watch Dexter? No, about till season three or four. Okay, so after the Trinity Killer, do you remember that was that John Lithgow? Yeah. yeah. So after that season ended, like the first four great seasons, he's the guy that took over, and mm. those are the seasons that everyone hates. Yeah, yeah. So there's just like a bit of a stigma I think around this guy, but apparently this guy's not returning for season two of Iron Fist. So yeah, that's good. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to review it yet because I think it's too early, and I do want to give the whole show a chance because mm. I did like things in it. I didn't hate it. I just found a lot of problems with it and I know that Marvel's better than that but I think they're also allowed yeah. to slip up like you, is it going to tie into anything else? if it is I don't know how or when like the only <coughs> pardon me the only reference to it is at one point like some stranger on a beach is talking to one of the Inhumans and he goes oh you must be one of those Inhumans I've heard so much about and I was like when? <laughs> yeah like was it on something? because I've like, it wasn't mentioned in this yeah. and I have a and apparently it's been referenced a bunch in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is another problem, because if you don't have people watching that show, <coughs> and they come into this, then there might be problems. So, yeah. um, I don't know. Mm. So, But I, I don't think it's... I'm going to give it time. I'm going to give it a chance. I think everything deserves a chance. So, Inhumans. Inhumans. I've only got one more film. I'll breeze through it. Mm-hmm. It's getting late. Valyrian and the City of a Thousand Planets. I, uh, I haven't seen it. I was going to, and then before I went and saw it, a friend of mine messaged me, and I just want to see if I can find that message, because it's definitely... Uh, it was definitely amusing to me. Uh, where is he? I haven't spoken to him in a while. Uh, he goes... This is, this is the message, not even hi. Don't watch Valyrian, unless you want something fun to pick apart. Yeah. End of message. Yeah, yeah. Um, not good. Yeah. I'm a Luc Besson fan. Yeah. Luc Besson. A I mean, Frenchman. I mean, Fifth Element, and then surprisingly, the film he made just to pass the time, Leon the Professional, like two Great wonderful films, movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, look, I, long-time listeners will know, I, I hold no personal grudge against Cara Delevingne. I just don't think she's a great actress. However, she's getting much better. She's, this is clearly the best thing I've seen her in. I've okay. Seen her, I've seen three films. Um, Paper Towns, Suicide Squad, and this. Yeah, she's clearly growing into it. So she might, you know, like I probably won't see her next film, but maybe in five times <laughs> she'll be good. She'll be good. I'll tell you what; it's interesting. I, I don't mean to interrupt your review. No, it's okay. But like another person who suffered from that, I think, was Kristen Stewart. Mm. Like people like gave her so much crap for those Twilight films. Yeah. But every movie I've seen her in that wasn't Twilight, I've really dug her performance. Like I just watched Adventureland the other day, and I thought she was great. Mm. Um, uh, I actually didn't like the Snow White remake, but I thought she was mm. enjoyable in it. And now that I think about it, I don't think she's... I haven't watched it in a while, and I'm saying this with a grain of salt. I actually don't think she's as bad in Twilight as people think she is. I think those are bad movies. I think she's, she was stuck with some real dog shit. You know, like, I think those are bad movies that are poorly written, but I think she's actually pretty accurate in her portrayal of a teenager. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think maybe she's a little bit uh, harsh to do So maybe Cara Delevingne is just like, you know, in a, in a bit of a, a loop yeah, at I the mean, moment. Still, I'm, I don't know much about her, but I would imagine she's in her early 20s. So I hardly think she's a... I'm not claiming that she's a veteran of stage yeah, and screen. Definitely. But, but I just... She has no business carrying a film like this. And yeah. I also think Dane DeHaan is not... Doesn't have the charisma or the chops to carry a film like this. And it's really... Um, yeah, he's not, gonna, he's not a leading man. I'm like, going to spoil this. I don't think you'll see it. That's okay. I was going to say about Dan, Dan DeHaan. He, I think he's very good for villains. Mm. 
I think he's very good in supporting roles. Like, he was fine as the lead in kooky um, art house films and stuff like that, like Cure for Wellness. Because no, I don't know if he was the right lead for that either. I, I liked him a lot in um, Chronicle. So he's great in Chronicle. I haven't seen it. Um, I thought he was pretty good in Spider Man 2. Like, Amazing Spider Man 2, like, I know mm. people have problems with that film. Um, despite not really liking Kill Your Darlings, I thought he was quite good in that as well. But I think he plays a better. He has a very villainous look about him already. Yeah. Like, very sinister look. I think he's been. I, I, you can't put him in the Ryan Reynolds role or like the Chris Pratt role. Yeah. I just don't think it works. Yeah. Well, that they have done. <laughs> so he plays Valerian. And you know what? I absolutely loved. I thought I was in for a great film because the, the film started to the song Space Oddity by David Bowie. Yeah. Right. And um, what it is is. How original. <laughs> old, old footage of. Um, of uh, man launching into space and then the, the International Space Station. So the, the Americans are in there and then um, I think either the Russians or the Chinese dock and they float, like they show the meeting that in space, they shake hands and then you see it gets a bit bigger and then another nation come up and they shake hands and then um, it's like a hundred years later, it's a bigger space station and like an alien craft docks okay. and, they, and they like, um, you know, greet this. It's a really funny thing where they're just standing opposite each other, these like welcoming parties, and the, the guy, the people from Earth, hold out his hand and alien sh- like grabs it and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and then you just get, you just see, it's like a minute montage and it just grows, and then it becomes the city of a thousand planets. Yeah. And it's affecting Earth's gravity, so it gets pushed into space. And then the story, the film starts, it's, I can't remember how many hundred years later now, and it's way away from Earth, so it's its own thing now. It's mm. this massive sort of space station, and that's what it is. But we just, our introduction to them is them on their craft, and already he's the most skillful, feared, like, agent for whatever, you know, agency they work for on the planet. Mm. Uh, sorry, in the universe, sorry, on the planet, in the universe. And she's his, like, um, partner. And Romantic partner, or? Um, no, no, they're just, like, um, yeah. but he loves her, and he, right at the start of the thing, he's like, oh, you know, why don't you marry me, or something like that, in a kind of joking way, but you can tell he's, also serious but it's like then she goes on about how he's like this womanizer and stuff it's like well why aren't we seeing any of this like it's yeah. the, within the first five minutes of the film well it is based on a comic book I think it's a French comic book actually yes. um, and I think probably the hero of Valerian in the book probably doesn't look like Dean DeHaan yeah. he probably looks a lot more like Chris Pratt or something well it's not that, like because like, to me it kind of looks a bit like and I know they're separate properties and it's existed for a long time but it kind of felt like with this movie, they're kind of like, yeah, we can kind of do Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's visu- it's a visual feast. Yeah. I mean, it is so good looking as a You film. were full when you left? Yeah. Um, but I shouldn't leave the cinema with Rihanna being the best part of the movie. Was she in it? Yeah, she plays like a shape-shifting person who's okay. like... Um, Ethan. Actually, Ethan Hawke is the best part of the film. He plays this like um, shady... like. Um, brothel owner and she like works for him and obviously little finger in space yeah <laughs> yeah that's right that's actually what they call him in the film <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's about like there's a, there's a typical MacGuffin like there's this race of people who harvest pearls and stuff like that and their planet gets blown up and it turns out that it was a human it's a very there's a very vague um, 
global warming message the same as like sounds very convoluted it's just not good yeah um, you know I, I to be honest I can't even remember how it ended I think I was that bored <laughs> um, well I don't think you spoiled anything for me so yeah um, you, definitely not a must watch I mean yeah. I'd give it about five and a half okay pearls or whatever they are <laughs> out of um yeah, it's tough. Like, I think, you know... I, I was very... I had high hopes and I was very... I think everyone wanted this film to succeed. I think, like... Because it's been, like, a passion project for Luke Besson mm. for a long time as well. I think it's one of those things that everyone wanted to work. Um, and the trailers looked great. Like, I like I never, like, got, like, any... Never felt like it was going to be a bad movie from those trailers. Um, but maybe also, like, he's done his space movie. Like, he did his great space yeah. movie, like... yeah. Because he did that because he couldn't get the rights to Valyrian. Like, that's oh, why I he didn't made know it. that. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted to make Valyrian, he knew he could never do it. Like, oh, no, sorry, it wasn't he could get the rights. He, the technology didn't exist. Yeah. He's like, I can't make the film I want to make when the technology exists. I'm going to make my own space film. Mm. Um, but that was only like his like, kind of ode to Valyrian. Yeah. So. I mean, maybe... And if you watch, based on what you said, kind of sounds a bit like Thelman. Yeah. Like, but without like the characters, though. I mean, Bruce Willis is a great character. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Ovovich is fantastic in it. Yeah. Like so underrated in that film. Like she's so. She, how much emotion and uh, how much does she get across with like few words? You know yeah, I mean? she like, multipass. Yeah, that's right. Bada boom. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I definitely not, definitely not a must see that one, which is very disappointing. That's uh, no good. Uh, I'm just tired, by the way. I'm not actually that upset about. It. I, I can hear myself. I feel like I'm like. God. Yeah, we get we are. No. <laughs> Valerian. Yeah. It is. We should point out it's pretty late. Look, it's almost ten o'clock, but yeah. it's pretty late for us. Um, I'll let you take over because there's a few you want to talk about that we've seen, but I'll let you take charge. No, that that's all. That's all my. Uh, the last thing I have on my list. I've uh, sorry, two more is the defenders. Yeah, do you want to talk about that first? Or do you have something else? No, no, that's it. I'm down to the ones we're gonna do together. So, like the ones on your list. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I did them. Those were like Dunkirk. Oh, no, and... I mean like Defenders and stuff. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, okay. Defenders. Uh, finished the whole season. Nice. Uh, I thought that it started... I didn't think they rewarded us for watching the first the, fir- um, the first four seasons leading into it. Mm. First episode didn't need the setup. You know, like how... It... I'm not saying that in the first scene they should have all met up and started fighting, but there was a fair bit of like... Oh yeah, Jessica Jones. This yeah. is Jessica Jones. She's a alcoholic, but it's not that serious. Yeah. But she's an alcoholic. And... I um, I've heard a lot of criticisms about how long it takes to get them together, and I I think I've been able to defend it, ironically, yeah. uh, pretty well. First of all, I think that the show isn't just made for people who've seen all four shows. I think mm. there are gonna be people who are watching Defenders who have no idea what any of the other shows are. Yeah. Um. So I think that's kind of why you have that. But also. If you look at the structure of the Netflix series and compare it to the MCU, you have Iron Man and Daredevil, Hulk, Jessica Jones, Iron Man, Daredevil again, mm. and then you have your last two, and they all kind of play roles. Like, the last Captain America film, the first, like the first Captain America film is basically setting up your villain, that's what Iron Fist does. Mm. And then in the Avengers, you don't really get them assembled for quite a while, and they're not a team until at the very end. Yeah. So if you look at the structure of those movies and the way they play out, it's very similar to the structure of the Netflix mm. shows. So I think that's kind of they're like well it worked the first time so we'll do it like this Yeah, I didn't have any problems with them taking their time because once they were together they were never not together yeah so so I just it wasn't the timing but I just I almost resented like 
Luke, Luke Hayes just like getting out of jail. I really mm. thought that cheapened the end of his own show. Well, I wonder whether we'll get more into that in season two of Luke Cage. Yeah, I mean, I certainly hope so. Because but... Luke Cage also did use a lot of flashbacks in the first season, so I think maybe they were like, we need to get him part of the team. We'll deal with what happened in Luke Cage in the Luke Cage show. Like This is not this is not just his show. We're yeah. going to focus on that. I think that's what they were doing. Yeah. Um, but I thought, fantastic move to bring in a heavyweight like Sigourney Weaver because she just adds so uh, so good yeah whenever she's on the screen she just like commands that screen I guess we should say at this point in case you haven't figured out spoilers because we're going to just yeah, spoil it yeah um, and let me well she was in the trailers I don't think that's a spoiler well I was going to say what happens next is sh- spoilers she doesn't make it out of the show yeah. she doesn't make it to the end no that's right and see episode 6 she's gone yeah that's right and it, I, I did not see that coming neither did I I was like holy Christ like, yeah. I actually like cheered because at that point I didn't realise Electra was going to be a villain I was like yes like because she's like his name is Matthew and I'm yeah. like and I am Electra not just I'm like yes you yeah. are like yeah. this is the best yeah yeah um, no I'm exactly the same I thought she'd because there was that scene when she goes to his apartment while he's not yes. there and so she you can see she's like starting to remember and she mm. lays on his bed and I thought that was going to be a, a moment where she comes back to herself I thought she might even remember like when she was healing in his bed from season 2 yeah um I gotta say, like, just a quick shout out. Like, Charlie Cox has done so much for this whole mm. this whole run. Like, those first two Daredevil seasons are amazing, but he's clearly like the leader in this show. Like, mm. he's so good. Like, every every time he's not on screen, I'm like, bring like get Daredevil back, please. Like, yeah. he's so good. Yeah. Um, Interestingly, he spends most of this season as Daredevil, doesn't he? He might not have the suit on. I mean, but as in, like, he's. We don't get this really is, any lawyer, Matt Murdock. Yeah, we kind of. Well, again, I think only. I think from season, sorry, from episode three onwards, when they're from the Chinese Chinese restaurant onwards, which is a great episode, it's basically like two, maybe three days. Mm. Like it's pretty much nonstop. Yeah, and like there were casualties that I wasn't expecting. Like people died. I was like, oh, they killed Stick. Yeah. Like one of the best characters in yeah, Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um. Actually, I. I Remembered, I've got to get this off my chest. One thing I just cannot forgive about the Daredevil franchise mm. is the de- <laughs> Karen is a reporter now with yeah. an office. What about the people who are slaving away with their reporting degree, journalism yeah. degree? <laughs> All she did was know um, Ben, but she did bre- no, but she did break the Wilson Fisk case, just, and she also unco- and she also uncovered the corruption behind um, the. The murder, or like the drug trade with, involving the Punisher and stuff. I just can't have it. I can't have that she, like, because that guy who clearly just employed her because he wants to get in her pants, that guy with a beard. You know, yeah, I don't know what he wanted to, I don't think he wanted to get because at first he couldn't stand her. Like, she was like a real pain in his side. Oh, of it. And then he just gives her the office, and I thought, what, she's just a report? Does she even know how to write? Yeah. Like, I articles? Think, well, I think a lot of it was because they both, like, bonded over their um, true understanding of Ben and stuff. Look, I agree that it's far fetched and it doesn't make sense, but I also like. I feel like in Marvel world you can get away with that. Oh, so. Yeah, it's not a deal breaker. It's not like the show, but I always You're like I turned it off. I just, if I was like, um, if I was like in the the bullpen of that yeah. like thing, I'd be looking in there and go, "You fucking didn't earn this <laughs> office." I mean, she almost got killed numerous times. Maybe she did kind of earn it. Yeah. Well, where's a degree? That's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, but I will say she brings almost nothing to the show. Well, she, she spends most... Like, the, a lot of the peripheral characters spends, mm. what, five or six episodes locked up in the police station. Mm. So. Um, but, no, back to the start. I, 
I didn't have a problem per se with just how long it took him to get together. I just thought like, um, apart from seeing Matt Murdoch practice law, which is a great scene, fantastic scene. I love seeing that. Like, I, I, I know people don't like. I think a lot of people like after season one, they're like, we loved it, but please let's focus on him being dead. Everyone, which is why season two is so action heavy, um, and I love season two as well. But I kind of love seeing him be a lawyer. Like, I really mm. do like, like... I could watch Law & Order, Matt Murdock, yeah, or yeah. Law & Order Hell's Kitchen, yeah. like, weekly. Like, that'd be fun. I could watch that. Um, but, yeah, I... I thought... Jessica Jones, great as well. Oh, she's, yeah. I, I, that bit where she saves him with the elevator is like... I, oh, yeah. I choked up. I couldn't believe it. Like, I, I mean, I know that I cry a lot and stuff. But I was just like... Oh, like, yeah. She cares about them. Yeah, like, it was yeah. like a really cool moment. Like... Seeing that you care about something. And I got, like, goosebumps when they first all got together and started fighting in that hallway. Yeah. I mean, I'd seen it in the trailer, and I was just like, oh, that's going to be cool. But it was so much cooler than I thought it was going to be. And I'll say this, like, as and I've said numerous times now in the show how much I love that last scene in season two of Dead Devil where right before him and Electra go out and fight, like, like, we'll just run away, we'll be together, whatever. yeah. They almost match that at the end of this season. Yeah, like it's so full on. I was like, oh my god, like I'm getting all like misty eyed again because this is... now they do that relationship better than yeah. Like, that's one that is one of my favorite comic book relationships. Like, let's get it. So I um, one of my go to websites. I generally watch an episode of this and then I go to IGN okay. for their episode their review. Yeah, um, and they. They were pretty critical of Elodie Young. Or is it Elodie? Elodie? I don't know how it's pronounced. Uh, I'll go with Elodie Young. Yeah. That rolls off the tongue a bit better. And um, they were quite critical in saying, like, well, maybe she's, like, a little wooden or something like that. But to me, that's the character. That's the character, yeah. Um, I... And I think she is so perfect. Almost as good as cast- a casting as Kristen Ritter is as Jessica Jones. Yeah, I mean, I would say, like... I mean, first of all, if you watch Season 2 of Daredevil, she's not wooden at all. Like, no. she is fierce. Like, yeah. She- but after she's been brought back from the dead and brainwashed, I think it makes sense that she's the way That's she right, is. That's right, yeah. Because yeah. she doesn't have she doesn't have any agency, does she? She's yeah, a tool, really. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you think right at the end there that she would... Uh, um, I watched the last few episodes like back-to-back, so yeah. the details were a little blurred for me. But did she turn as in... Good. Good. Um, I think he got through to her. I don't know whether she's good, but I think she... Like, all of their stuff clicked again for her. Because mm. um, she has that line where she's like, you know, um, but I knew we'd be together at the end or whatever. Mm. And then, like, everything falls apart. Um, I don't think she, I don't think she's dead. I think that'd be a real cop-out to kill the end of one show and then kill her again at the end of the yeah, next show. Yeah, um, I could have done without the reveal of Matt um, lying in the hospital bed. Only because we know season three is coming anyway, so yeah. like he didn't... But, but was that where was the hospital bed? Well, that's where his mother works. Like, in the comics, like, he was left um, for a... Do- like, he was left in a, co- a convent or whatever, but there was a woman who worked there, and it turns out it is his birth mother, but, like, it's all like, it's all very, like, kind of weird and shady yeah. and stuff, but, um, yeah, so that's... Like, the woman, like, go get her, he's awake, they talk about his mum. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ah, that's cool. Yeah. Um... I was wondering whether he had, like, passed... or not, like, died, but as in whether he was in, like, one of the kingdoms of heaven now. No, he, he's... I think he's back. Yeah, like, okay. Um, interesting that Iron Fist was on the rooftop where 
Daredevil was. People were speculating that he might feature a little bit in the next season to begin yeah, with. Yeah, well, what did he say? He said, protect my city to Iron yeah. Fist at the end, didn't he? So, Which, And apparently Iron Fist is in his costume, finally. So, <laughs> um, oh, so cool when they, when they all get together. But yeah, I think also, maybe the one criticism I have is I could see TV logic in terms of framing a plot come into it right at the end when Colleen Wing was basically... Like, they basically gave us the whole to destroy the hand we have to destroy this building and I didn't see the connection there to me the mm. hand aren't a building I didn't see what that was going to do well I think the idea was it would collapse and kill everyone inside because yeah. they're not immortals like I mean they, they are if they drink the, whatever they that, like the substance or whatever yeah it but without it they're not and it was like if we just collapse the building on them they're not going to get out yeah. it was cool seeing how strong Madame Gao is yeah, we ne- we've never seen that before. Because she's never, she's always been very friendly. She's always been very cool and had like some like very mystical in the way she speaks. But she literally has powers and stuff, which yeah. is cool. When she blew that door off, I'm yeah. Like, oh no, when she like yeah, she blew the door yeah. off and moved the dumpster. Or that um, like. that woman's so good. Yeah. Like, she's such a great actress. Um, what else? It was. It's just certain things like seeing Iron Fist save Daredevil from the sword by breaking yeah, his fist yeah. or seeing Luke Cage like protect everyone like and take all the bullets whatever yeah. seeing Jessica Jones like save them from falling like every like um, Daredevil fighting Iron Fist like in the yeah, warehouse whatever yeah. so many cool little moments um, um, I seeing still... Stick cut that guy's head off as oh, if it's nothing yeah. <laughs> uh, Misty Knight getting her arm cut off because now we know she's going to get a cybernetic arm and actually uploaded pictures of it already so she's, oh, cool, yeah. she's in the comic she has like a robot arm so. yes and um, and those three girls do they have their own thing in the comics uh, in there's a, com- there's a comic book I think I've heard about it before called Daughters of the Dragon and it's Colleen and Misty and oh, they okay. like work together yeah um, uh, Claire uh, isn't a character in the books so. oh okay um I was really worried that that we we're going to lose Colleen Wing. Yeah, season, especially was, with um, what's that chap's name? Her sensei. Yeah, uh, Bu, uh, Budoko Bakudo. B- yeah, Bakudo. I think. Yeah, I'll look it up. Bakudo. Bakudo. Yeah. Bakudo. Yeah. Um, Bakudo Matata. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought like, oh shit, like yeah, she's in for like because. Really, this they um, the four heroes have got plot armor, haven't they? We're not going to see any of them die. And it's interesting because this is a show like in this series they did things that are like again they did things. I'm like, oh, I didn't expect to see that in this show because I thought it was going to happen in their own shows. Like when um, uh, like when Stick got killed, I assumed that was going to happen, but I was like, oh, they'll save it for Daredevil. Yeah. So when they did that, then I'm like, oh my god, like that's cool. Again, like, at the end of Luke Cage, Misty almost loses her arm, and everyone's like, oh, it's the cybernetic arm, but yeah. then she's better, and you're like, oh. And then to have it cut off at the end of yeah. the, the season, I'm like, like, I literally gasped out loud, I was like, oh! Yeah. Like, I knew what was, ha- was coming next and stuff. Um, yeah, like, it's definitely got some flaws, but I loved it. I think it's really good, and I also think it proved something that is a flaw in all of the Netflix shows and that's that an eight episode run is more than enough. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like Daredevil, I love... Uh, Daredevil is maybe the exception because I'm like, yeah, like 13 episodes yeah. of Daredevil, I'll just keep watching it. But Jessica Jones I really like um, but I think the first half of the season is very slow. Well, you just don't need six or seven episodes to get to... to yeah, get like the it, really. show really is them meeting. Like mm. her and Kilgrave like reuniting. Once they reunite, that's when the show really picks up. Is he Mr. Purple? The Purple Man, yeah. Oh, the Purple Man, yeah. 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 Um, 
He's also, like, when they announced they're trying to recast the Joker, he'd be my pick for the Joker. David Tennant, I think, would be a great yeah. Joker. Um, Luke Cage, clearly an example of something that runs too long, because mm. the first half is great, and then they kill off their really good villain, yeah. and they bring in this guy who's not as good. Yeah. Um, yeah, to lose Mahershala was, uh, was rough. So, quick sidebar, Mahershala Ali is going to be in the new series of True Detective. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Nice. I haven't watched any of them, but oh, I've watched, like, half of season one, so I've yeah. got to finish it. Um, um, and then Iron Fist again, like great, but really doesn't need to be 13 episodes long. I think they could re- restructure their shows and do yeah. 8 episodes. Or 10. Yeah. 10 is, ten is, I mean, if you can do Game of Thrones in 10, yes. like you can do these shows. Um, I thought, still though, I, maybe he's going to work up to it, but the Iron Fist, you know, the Iron Fist is mm. still underused because I still think as cool as Daredevil is, he's a blind ninja, mm. Luke Cage's strength is so awesome. I, the biggest thrill I get from that show is seeing the Iron Fist and seeing what it yeah. can do and it just doesn't have like I think that's for a reason though I think like if he can just use it all the time then they're not gonna lose really like yeah. I think it's too powerful because in the comics um, he's not like this is a very different Danny Rand in the comics he's very zen very chilled out yeah. in the cartoons they make him almost kind of like a surfer he's just like yeah man yeah. like whatever and <laughs> If he's at one with the universe all the time, he can always summon it. He's always going to win. Like, yeah. I think that's why they've done it that way. Um, I just remember another moment that I really love when um, the hand come after Jessica Jones at the top of the building, and then Daredevil swings in. Um, oh. It's like yeah. like he's he's in the costume for the first time. Um, she's in like because she goes to save Trish from the restaurant. Oh yes, and the hand comes yeah. attack. I think yeah. I think it's Bakuda that comes and attacks. Yeah, and then out of nowhere, Daredevil arrives in the costume, and I was like. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. costume looks great. Yeah. Like, it keeps getting better. Like, I love the season two costume. I think the season one costume is rough. Like, that, remember the first time you see him in the dead? There's yeah. a few problems with it. But, um, yeah, and all I think they all bounce off each other so well. Uh, well, I think the, what, almost my favourite episode was the one where they were pretty much just in that uh, Chinese restaurant. restaurant. Such a good episode. Like, a really good episode. And uh, there's a bit where um, Danny Rand's, like, leaning back and he, like, grabs it and Luke Cage is like, how are you still hungry? Man? Yeah. <laughs> Someone did a supercut of um, every clip of Danny Rand from both Defenders and Iron Fist where he explains who he is. Oh. And I guess like three minutes. I'm the, the immortal Iron Fist. I'm the immortal Iron Fist. I'm the destroyer of the hand. Yeah. Danny Rand. Like someone was saying, that's something online as well where they're like, um, uh, you know, are the Defenders going to be Infinity War? And someone was like, no, because it's going to be four hours long because Danny Rand has to introduce himself to every <laughs> single character. Yeah. Um, well, I think... If I was to summarise, like, I loved it, and I thought it was really entertaining. I'm glad it was only eight episodes. And yet, as good as it was, I didn't think it was good enough to be the culmination of four great shows. It wasn't... I mean, I think the problem you get with this as well is, like, The Avengers was an event. Because, like, this is the first time you've seen multiple heroes on screen on, in a movie ever. Yeah. Like, it's never been done before. And it's going to be two and a half hours, and you're going to love every minute yeah. of it. Whereas this is like, you're going to see that happen again on the small screen over eight episodes. Yeah. And you have to sit there. And yeah. even though I think it's been the easiest binge watch out of all of them, like I watch four episodes in one morning, three the next morning, and yeah. I have to wait until morning off. But I watch them very quickly. It was a very easy watch. Um, it is, <coughs> it's not as effective as, say, a movie. Yeah, true. Um, um, but I just, maybe they set the bar too high. I mean, I really enjoyed all of the, I mean, Daredevil was almost <laughs> perfect. Jesse so Jones good. was fantastic. Luke Cage gets a little hate you know like you were saying the second half of the season I didn't think it dragged at all I think that was almost my favourite oh I don't think it dragged I just think it's overly long I think yeah like 
for a guy who has unbreakable skin, it takes a long time for him to get to the end of his mission. Even like when they do find rounds that will hurt him, it takes eight episodes to get to. Yeah. Like I think it's just one of those things where they make it a little bit too much time. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's bad. I, I, I really like it as well. Like when I finished it, it was my favorite for a while. Like, this is really good. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. I, I loved. I think what I loved about it was that it was. It seemed to have a defined boundary. It was mm. like his turf, which in mm. Harlem. Mm. I also loved, sorry, um, to interrupt again, um, the editing in Defenders, how they used the colour filters. Oh, like, yeah. It's such like an obvious gimmick, but it just works yeah, so well. Yeah. Like, Doesn't it set the tone? I mean, when you go to, like, when like, you spend time with Jessica Jones... Like, in just... like in Alias Investigations, like, it's purple, and then when you cut to Daredevil and Josie's bars, the red neon yeah. light. Um, I just think it works so well. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. Although I thought it was funny when it was like... I was like, we get it. Luke Cage is the urban, like he's an urban <laughs> defender. You know what I mean? Like it was always like some hip hop track playing or something. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And they played it. some Wu Tang at the end of the, the show as well. Oh, they played. Um, so when he in Luke Cage, when he breaks into the compound, you know, he uses the car doors yeah. as a shield. They played Bring the Ruckus, and then at the end of Defenders, when they're fighting and that rack, yeah, yeah. Out of nowhere, it's Protect Your Neck by Wu Tang, oh, cool, yeah. and it always has the line, "Your friendly neighborhood Spider Man" in there. Yeah. Um, but I think what I like about the show more than anything is that it sets up the possibility for crossover. Like how it, after the first Avengers film, you just saw, saw other characters pop up in each other's movies, yeah. even only for like a cameo. And like in this, you, like you could do an episode. Yeah. Like you could have, you know, Luke Cage and Danny Rand have a Heroes for Hire episode where they work together to take down someone. Yeah. Um, and that's what I think is even more exciting. Only the big disappointment for me was I was like, oh, Punisher's not here. Like, because yeah. in the last trailer before the Defenders came out, it was like Stan Lee in the car... And, like, he was talking about the importance of heroes and cut to clips of, like, the four defenders. Yeah. And the very last scene, you just hear, like, these boots on the ground. And uh, you just hear Frank Castle go, it looks like I got here right in time. You mm. see the Punisher skull? It's like, oh, he's going to be in yeah. there. And then he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, but his show's out in November, so... Yeah, I saw the trailer, which was weird. I thought, why are you using so much energy smashing the ground, Frank? I, I think it's just meant to be, like, stylish. Like, oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, it's not from the show, is it? <laughs> that's, uh, the, that's the final scene. <laughs> The enemy is a bit of concrete. Yeah. Um, and I really liked right at the end of the Defenders, it was a nice tender moment where Jessica Jones has gone back to her drinking ways and Luke came in and I thought, you yeah. know, we've, I've, I realised I didn't realise I was missing it, but I was like, why? It, apart from the odd, oh, it's good to see you, Jess. Mm. Like, they shared, you know, they've had the most crossover. I mean, he yeah. was in a few episodes. Half a season almost. Well, yeah. Um, and I thought, you know what? I have missed any interaction between the two of them and it was nice to have that reaffirmed that like well they're probably the closest you know what I, I think mean? they're married in the comics it's either them or he's married to Jessica Drew who's Spider-Woman but I think he's married to her mm. um, and I think they have a kid together I think it's I'm pretty sure it's Jessica Jones but I could be wrong so to me I'm like oh, sorry Claire like yeah. it's going to happen eventually yeah. if that's the case um, but good to see Rosario Dawson in almost every episode like in yeah. killing it yeah um, actually you know what we did talk about in Game of Thrones before uh, Jim Broadbent just Excellent. Oh, yeah. Like, that's just right. so good in it. Yeah. Um, so, Defenders, yeah, yeah, I loved it. Like, it's, it's not perfect, and I still like Daredevil probably season one and two better. Um, and maybe even Jessica Jones better. I don't think it, it's weird. I find it harder to rank the shows than the movies because mm. the shows have so many different things in them. But, yeah. Um, and also, it's like there's a, there's a three episode section of Luke Cage, which I think is probably the best. I mean, I don't, I'm not, I don't have one in mind, mm. but I could, you know, like, 13 episodes is too long. There's too much variables in there, you know? Like, yeah, definitely. And, like, there's also, like, 
I like that fight scene with them all in the building, but I love Punisher's prison scene where he fight like yeah. kills those guys, and I also like Daredevil's hallway scene yeah. in the first season. Um, I like when Daredevil and Punisher team up, and every time like Daredevil's like beating those guys away, and every time Punisher tries to kill someone, he stops him and like keeps going to his yeah. fighting Punisher as yeah. well. Yeah. Like, like that, and I love it when him and Electra team. Like, there's so many great moments, and I know I'm just using Daredevil examples, but. There's so many great moments in each show. I think it's hard to point out, like even in Iron Fist, like when he fights the drunk guy, like the drunken warrior, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Great fights. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or when he fights like the he does the trials, like there's the the spider, the woman of mm. spiders, or whatever. I can't remember yeah. what her name is. Like there's so many cool moments in each show. I think it's hard. To, I find it hard to rank them because it's mm. not like a movie where you kind of have self-contained. It's like all right, here's two, uh, yeah. compare this two hours to this two, two hours where. Mm. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it and I look forward to what comes next mm. well that's about it for the Defenders yeah done back on to Game of Thrones for one second yeah jog my memory just when we we're talking then you mentioned before like you didn't want to see uh, so many years later at the end of Game of Thrones mm. also read a fan theory that potentially we are we are hearing Sam tell this story like Sam is doing a history ah uh, okay so potentially it might end that way. I don't know if I'd be happy with that either. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. But um, I don't know how you end it. But I'm sure... You know what? Just don't. Just don't end the it's show. It's one of those things where I feel... It's, it's like life. It's like there's no good way to end life, yeah. so just don't end it. Yeah. Um, I, keep, I can't imagine how they're going to end it in a way that's going to be satisfying, but they keep satisfying me, so I feel like I've just got to put my faith in the show. Yeah. Right? With double Ds. And then, very, very quickly, I started watching... The most insane show I've seen for oh, many, many years. I know what you're talking about. Preacher. I love it. So I'm only on episode four. Of season one? Yeah. Okay. I I think I'm almost halfway through season two. I'm a little bit behind, but um, I won't spoil anything for you. You just tell me at what point I'm meant to know what's happening, what's going on in this show. Um, well, I had the benefit of knowing what the story's about, because I've been, I've been reading the books. Mm. I will say this, at the point we're in on the... Mo- that I'm up from the show which is about four or five episodes in season two none of that has happened in the books yet okay. it's all kind of prequel stuff yeah. and like different stuff oh, some of the couple of few things have popped up but it's they're kind of doing their own version they'll get to like the characters are the same but the events are a little bit muddied and, and whatnot. I mean it's just an assault on the senses it's um I mean you'll get like just randomly a, a new location will pop up and the text saying the text saying like where it is just like comes with a loud noise just yeah. to jolt you and stuff it's yeah, like yeah yeah what um, the hell? Well, basically, what it is, what the the way I can describe the comic book and the movie is kind of the so the show is kind of the same, but it does take a while to get there. It's basically a vampire, a priest, and a hit woman uh, go on a road trip to find God, mm. and that's what it is. Yeah. Um, and beyond that, it's kind of like like the the book is so twisted because the first like kind of uh, story arc is all about. Oh, what is it all about? It's been a while since. Well, uh, there seems to be two guys, one of which played oh, the... Stan Shunpike in Harry Potter. Yeah. Two guys who keep getting killed but coming back. Yeah. And trying to get this. Have thing they out re- of... have they revealed what? Who they, do you know who they are yet? Like... Uh, well, they just in the episode I was watching today. I'm halfway through it. They said like they're from heaven or something okay, like cool. that. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, DeBlanc and someone. I can't remember the other. I, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. So it's a little like bald guy and then. Stan yeah, they're Shunpike. great characters. They're really good. Um, have you seen the chainsaw bit yet? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So good. Yeah. But, uh, uh, the um the uh, the vampire the Irish Cassidy? Guy, he's an early favorite of mine. Misfits? Uh 
No, I didn't. I, that now you say that, I recognise him from that, but yeah. I, I didn't watch that that closely. So yeah, I, I've only seen a few episodes. I haven't seen um, when he came in, but yeah, he's from Misfits. Um, he's just so funny. He's great, um, and the like. He does a very good job of interpreting that character um, in the book or whatever. Um, I think uh, oh, Damien, no Dominic Cooper. I think mm. he's great. I think the Ruth Negger is great as well. I think it's. I think the cast is really good. Like she hasn't won me over yet. I'm sure she will. But she hasn't had a moment where I'm like, oh, she's an awesome character She's yet. very different from the book. Like, in the book, she does a lot more. I feel like in the show, like, she's taking her time. Um, I think Eugene is great. Like, they cast him really well. Arseface. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, I feel a bit uncomfortable whenever I see him on screen. Yeah. He's done was, that makeup really well. Like I was watching it on, uh, the first time I watched an episode, I was watching it on my, t- my computer upstairs, because Tim's down here doing something, and she walked in, just, he got introduced the first time. It just laughed her head off and walked away. Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I, I really enjoy it, but it's it's funny. Like I couldn't tell you why I like the show or what part of the story I really like because it is different from the books. I just think I like it because it's different. Yeah, it's just insane to mm. me. I mean, I've never seen a show that deserves an R rating more than that as well. Like, but at the same time, it is kind of censored. I find I don't know if on the sh- on the DVD. Did you watch my DVD or on Stan or Stan? Because I don't think there's a lot of swearing in it. Like there, every now, I think I think in one episode, Cassie drops a C. Mm. But it's very actually. There's very little swearing. In it. It's a lot. Of, there's a lot of violence. Yeah. There's also not a lot of sex in it either. Like it is mainly just violence. Yeah. Well, the violence is in the first or second episode. When exploding he, people. Like that's pretty full. Well, on. that's right at the start. But when he has that bar fight and he snaps the guy's bone yeah, to his wrist, it's yeah, like yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It's um, I like the show a lot. It's, um, it's I'm, I'm very intrigued. I'm definitely keen to watch on, but I um, I still have no idea what it's about. Well, I was saying on the last episode, and I don't think this is... You know, I, was, I, I don't think it's a spoiler. Um, it's not. Um, at one point in the story, one of the characters in the show is in hell. They mm. go to hell. And while they're in hell, they meet Hitler. And Hitler is the nicest person in hell. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, then it's not done like... It's not like done with any agenda... Like, just compared to everyone else, you legitimately, like, feel sorry for the guy. You're like... I said to Sam, like, I don't know what's wrong. Like, I watched this show with Hitler in it, and I felt bad for the guy because he's treated so poorly. And, I, like, he's a sympathetic character. And that episode aired, like, two weeks ago, and no one said anything. Yeah. Everyone was okay with it, so I don't know what that means. It's yeah. such a weird time in my life. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they do very interesting stuff, like, you know, and very weird stuff. Mm. But I like it a lot. Yeah. No, I'm uh, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Mm. I'll definitely watch on. Yeah. But I'm watching it with my brother, and he's um, he's writing a thesis at the moment, so it's um, slow going. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know if I'll be able to binge watch it. But, uh, That's okay. Like, there's only, like season two. I think is either just finished or was about to finish. So you've got a little while till season three comes yeah, in. So. Yeah. Um, that's about it, really. I'm just, Archer has been a bit of a constant companion because there's so many seasons of that. I've never actually done the watch through. Oh, actually, I've never. I've watched like two episodes. I didn't really get into it when I watched it the yeah. first time. But so that, that's on the go. Uh, Ozark. I, I mentioned that in trailer trash. Yeah. Four or five months ago. That's um. Yeah. That's someone, good. someone was talking about that to me recently. It's pretty good. It's a little predictable though. Okay. So. We've been watching. I won't review it tonight. Don't wait till Tina's well enough to do it. But we've been watching a lot of Bob's Burgers. Yeah. And it's probably my new favorite cartoon. Like it's. Yeah. There's a crossover with Archer there. Yeah. There was because the guy who does the voice of. 
Archer is also the voice of Bob. Yeah. And so like, there's an episode where he has like a hallucinate hallucin- he thinks he owns a burger store or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I kind of want to watch that just for that. Yeah. Um, um, that'd be about it, really. I Very, very briefly, because it is getting late. Two, there's a trailer out, uh, might even be today, it's the first trailer on IMDb right now, it's called The Snowman. Oh, uh, yeah, they released another trailer for it a little while ago, and I didn't watch it, and I forgot the Fastbender horror movie. Yes, and it looks fantastic. I haven't watched any of the trailers, so I will go and check it out. Annoyingly, though, it's about a hunt for a serial killer, and I had a quick look at the cast to see who was in it, and all the cast members are there with names of their characters, except Val Kilmer, who, doesn't, who isn't named, so I've, I'm like, I kind of have a feeling he might be the... The snowman? Yeah. Maybe, or maybe he's just kind of like... Like, you know how Peter Dinklage is in Infinity War, but they haven't revealed his character, like... Oh, I didn't know. Oh, he, I'm pretty sure he's in Infinity War, oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, um, and then there's a teaser out for a really intriguing concept called Down... A movie called Downsizing, with, um, I think it has Matt Damon in it. Okay. And it's about, like, people can be shrunk to, like, experience the world in a... Okay. It's like, um, it's bigger, you know what I mean? I thought that was a cool concept. Um, also, the trailer dropped, I think, last week for Super Troopers 2. I've never seen the first one. So. Oh, the first one's lots of fun. Yeah. I don't know if it holds up, but it was great when I first watched it. That's one of those um, movies I've written off as, like, I missed it as a kid, and I just haven't gone back, you know. I haven't like, watched it in a while, so I don't know if it holds up, but um, those guys are genu- generally pretty good. Like, a couple of movies haven't been as good, but for the most part, like, Club Dread, I really liked. I watched Beer Fest uh, recently, and I had a lot of fun with that, so... Um, yeah, I'm excited to see them back together. And, like, the trailer is funny, so I think we're in good hands. Mm. Um, but that is probably going to do it. Yeah. Um, as always, you can find me on all social media, James Chalmers 7 On Instagram right now, I'm posting my movies that I've watched all year, uh, nine at a time, because it's the biggest uh, mm. collage I'll let me do. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so you can find me there. Tina is on Tina's Hair and Beauty on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and all sorts of stuff. I'm Owenowski on all platforms. Uh, once again, thank you for jumping streams. Uh, the podcast garden one—it's uh, on a dead stream, but there's no more new shows going on there for past the remote. So everyone, I was worried that we'd drop, but we actually hit the front page of iTunes. I think three or four weeks in a row. So oh, excellent! Uh, I haven't uploaded one in a while, so hopefully when we get back, they'll put us back up there again. Mm-hmm. But um, obviously, people are listening, so thank you. Um, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, we won't be here next week. Um, I'm going on a conference for work, so I actually will be away for most of the week, unless you and Tina decide to record, but somehow I don't... Seems unlikely, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> um, but so next week we'll be off, but then we'll be back, and I think hopefully after that we'll be back on a regular rotation. Yeah. Because there's lots of stuff to talk about. Yeah, it's good to be back. This nice was, to have you back. This was a long episode, but I think we had a lot... And you know what? This We probably could have done like two or three two-hour episodes on what... what I've missed while I've been away, you know what I mean? Yeah. I could, I could literally talk for probably an hour on each Game of Thrones episode. So. Yeah, and it's good because we discussed Game of Thrones a little bit on the shows, but never in full, like mm. in a lot of depth. Uh, I think also because of the time, because like, we both watch them, we both know how we feel about it. It's kind of like, well, what else did you think? Yeah. But like to have you come in and we haven't spoken to you, like we did like 45 minutes on Game of Thrones. Mm. Um, and then we did probably 20 minutes, half an hour on the Defenders, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, like this is the second recording we've done for the night so we're over two I think we're close to two hours and 20 minutes yeah. at this point so it's a standard past the remote running times yeah um, so we'll yeah that, that's see it for you past the remote see you in two weeks Nick so you say good night good night I'm James Chalmers catch you not next week but the next week after smooth see you later <laughs>